Hey guys, I just wanted to kind of apologize um, for the bit of an abrupt way this podcast ends at the end. Uh, we recorded a little bit earlier than we normally do. I was a bit tired, I was a bit hungry, and we had been going on for a while. Um, also, I didn't do the rating system, so for anyone that might be listening for the first time, um, if we think something's absolutely dead, it gets bones, core chicken, half chicken, three piece, if it's the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. There will be a part two to this episode, um, as the following week will be our 200 episode, and I wanted to kind of get everything that we wanted to cover, finish before Sunday. Um, yeah, so please stick around and enjoy. Run, here they come, they got to blast on us. The black blurs, blitz or rush, you'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Nana. I'm Big T. I'm Martin. I'm Stevie. And welcome to episode 199 of Blurds Are Us. We are one step closer to our 200th episode. Um, and it's been fun. It's been great. It's been fantastic. And I'm looking forward to doing many more of these. And hopefully, you know, by summertime, end of summer at the latest, we'll be able to start doing these again back in person. Um, but Ooh. yeah, that'll be tasty. And cinema's open on Monday. Unfortunately, there's nothing really that I want to rush out to see. I think there's like Tom and Jerry... Um, there's some next look horror looking movie. Everything else I've pretty much seen at home, so I'm probably not gonna venture out in cinema. Um, I don't. I think there's meant to be something coming out the following week, but I'm not 100 certain. But um, we'll probably still be doing our Netflix, Amazon Prime stuff here, there, and everywhere. Um, but yeah, that's you know, welcome to the episode. I hope you enjoy what we're about to have for you. Uh, hopefully, be a you know, anywhere ninety to two hours. Um, but before I just want to touch up with Stevie because there was obviously you had to leave earlier um, last week. Um, there's a couple of things um, that you know you wanted to like give your thoughts on, but you weren't able to. Um, so let's start with zero because I think it's either zero or shadow bone that you really wanted to talk about. But let's start with zero. What did you think of zero? And what was your rating? Oh, I fucking loved zero. Zero was uh, yeah. Tony wasn't expecting. Didn't know what to expect. It's set in Italy and. Um, it's kind of got like a what's what African nation is it sort of got ties with? Um, oh, I can't remember. Is it like Senegal or something like that? Yeah, that that was what I was thinking off the top of my head, but I'm 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 not hundred yeah. percent certain. I just I loved the kind of like the it oozed kind of like culture. It kind of felt it felt kind of like I mean I'm not an expert or anything, and I'm not particularly massively well traveled so you know in the last year um and it, but it kind of felt really french and sort of like european um i just yeah just i really enjoyed watching it it felt like it was really well done um 
and I just loved the powers and the sort of like the, you know, spoilers, but the sort of like the the more he used them, the more it affected his sister, and and then him getting trapped inside his his invisibility later on, like near the end, and the sort of the the tie into sort of like the the black magic t- side of things, which kind of like they left on a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of the the series. Um, so I was sort of totally like champing at the bit at the end of it, thinking, "Ah, oh, really, I want to see the next series, nice. see series two. But it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was really refreshing. I'd, I'd, I, I realised I quite like these foreign movies that are, you know, like uh, in other languages, and um, yeah, it was it was totally awesome. Really, really enjoyed it. Okay. So that's a whole chicken, yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, absolutely whole <laughs> chicken. What did you guys think of it? Um, I can't remember. I think I. Honestly, I might have given a free piece. I can't remember entirely, um, but I did. I did enjoy it. It was like a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, mm. It was fun. It was fun and entertaining. And same with you. Like I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to see what they do with season two. Um, find out more about the Virgin. Um, find out more about the sister's powers. Whether she's gonna be like his. I wasn't. I was gonna say Batman to his Joker, but I don't know that. that she could be like the nemesis, nemesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see that dynamics in it. Um, but yeah, Martin, what, what do you remember? What you thought of it? Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was. I think I thought it was well done. Mm. Um, I, I think I also said that it was the first time I've seen an Italian production like that, an Italian series like that. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um. I think I gave it a three piece as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I just thought I just thought that I'd be interested to see how um, how that I don't know I don't want, I don't want to call it a cult, but you know the how that the whole, those people sort of tie in with the rest of the you know with the brother, the sister, um, and also the virgin. Um, so yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, quick, quick yeah. one. I think I'll set up for season two. Mm. Quick one, um, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it as well. I think I gave it a free piece as well. Mm. Um, I think the 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 way it was edited added a lot to it as well. Like mm. we said, the the way the opening scenes yeah, that was were like a bit of a flash forward, then it would play out the episode, and you'd end mm. up back at that scene with a bit more context. I really liked that. Mm. Um, yeah, man, I thought I thought it was it was unique and different enough to be worth watching worth having and yeah i can't wait for a season two as well man i'm, I'm intrigued with the the mystery of the like that cult or whatever it is and yeah um and their their mum being alive this whole time and yeah. stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah no it was really good man i liked it nice uh, I, was kind of, oh, sorry, I kind of like the way netflix just does this like they 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 they're churning out the content and like frustrating that it is sometimes when they don't give you a heads up about something coming out and you suddenly yeah. find mm. something and you're like, fuck, this is actually really good. Yeah. But at the same time, it's quite nice actually to sort of like, they're just like, yeah, we're churning out so much stuff. We don't really give a fuck. You'll find it eventually. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it, yeah, I hope that they, it gets enough kind of recognition that they decide to do a second series. Yeah, do you know, I, I think for the most part, yeah, like the algorithms on Netflix has done pretty well. Um, obviously, I'm going to touch a little bit, upon this a little bit more in my week, but like um, they've just recently, you know, dropped Resident Evil 8 The Village. And um, 
on Netflix, they've just like kind of been heavily hinting about all the Resident Evil shows that they have on there. Um, so generally, I get, I think they do a very good job of you know catering it to your taste because sometimes my 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 Netflix is fucked up right now. To be honest, like wow. the recommend the recommendation because everyone's using my Netflix. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> because I I use it, my wife uses it, and like my mother in law, my wife's mum uses it, mm. and she's fucked up the most. My my wife's mum, she watches like all these Arab movies and these Indian films and. Uh. So I'm getting oh, wow. some weird, weird recommendations. And right. I'm like, what the fuck is do you, this? Do you know, do you know what you do? Because this happened to me, yeah. What you do is, yeah, your account, you change that to your mother-in-law's name, you create yeah. your own username, and then start that afresh. And that'll like you basically reset the algorithm to then start catering to you. So it will, it will take a few shows and stuff before it starts to know you properly. But mm. that's what I had to do. So even now, even though like I'm the main user, because my name's not first. It still thinks that whoever's first is the main account user, but someone was on my Netflix and using my Netflix share, and I was just like, nah. Some of these shows, yeah, I would not watch. Like, why is he like my brother's Netflix compared to mine? Yeah, my, like mine recommends me a lot of anime, a lot of comic book stuff. My brother's Netflix, because obviously, he watches a lot of black shows. Yeah, he is mm. recommends so many black. Like, I went on his Netflix, I was like, right, I didn't even realize Netflix has so many black shows on there, man. <laughs> it's like there's a ton of shit on there, man, but. Um, <laughs> So yeah. Is there a limit? Is there a limit to how many profiles you can have? Uh, not that I know. I think I've got four. Yeah, because I've got, we've got five. Because to be honest, it's not even my Netflix; it's my dad's. Mm. But <laughs> you're complaining about it, but it's it, 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 it. No, I'm just a well. I can't. Yeah, it's true. I can't complain, but it's just annoying because like I'm getting these weird recommendations of these weird Indian films and. They're not even like, because mm. me and my wife, we like watching foreign, like, yeah. horror movies. So we watch, like, a lot of African horror movies, mm. Indian horror movies, oh, no. Egyptian, like, and they're pretty good. Korean yeah. horror movies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, a lot of Asian. So we watch a lot of foreign movies, but her mom watches, like, dramas. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Indian drama movies yeah. and shit like that. And they're just so weird so i'm getting all these like yeah. indian rom-coms pop up and yeah. I, shit I, like I, that i i would just sell the, reset the one of the profiles and it will reset the algorithm cuz yeah it, i might it, have to do it that. is very beneficial having the algorithm actually cater to you cuz then you get stuff like again like steve was saying sometimes netflix just netflix knows that it's so, like they're cocky in it they know that their shows are so good that they don't always need to promote it and especially yeah. over here like we don't get netflix adverts where i get i watch a lot of american tv in terms of like i watch the nfl in it so i'm i'm usually watching american channels for that so over there netflix actually has adverts for some of their big stuff coming out but that's like not often do you know what i mean and that's like their big big main stuff that they're doing like i don't know like so let's say thunder force do you know what i mean um mm. So having an algorithm catered to you is very beneficial, man. And like, mm. you, you you will unearth stuff that, you know, you just wouldn't have done previously. And I, I like the fact that like Netflix, I've just recently updated. This is not a plug for Netflix. We're not sponsored by Netflix. Unless, ne- anyone, <laughs> is, unless, anyone, unless anyone out there on Netflix wants to sponsor us, yeah, then we could, we could talk business, innit? But um, I like they've got this new randomized feature where you can like, I think it like takes account of like the last 10 shows you've watched and then picks up, like, five shows that might interest you. And then oh, yeah. the only weird thing is that when I did it once when I was at Dell's house, yeah, 
it picked a show that we probably would have watched here, but it started on like season four, episode seven. I was like, well, <laughs> you're, why, why are you throwing me four seasons in? Like, <laughs> if I'm going to enjoy it, I'm not going to have to go all the way to the back. So that's mm. the only negative I'll say about that algorithm with the random stuff that they show. Right, that, that Netflix algorithm is getting very specific. Like, not only would you like this show, you'd like this episode. Bro. Yeah. Fuck the rest. Yeah. <laughs> Just get to this one. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> this will get you hook, line and sinker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Mm. All right. So uh, Shadow and Bone, did you get to watch this one? Yeah, yeah, I watched. I've watched all of Shadow and Bone, nice. and um, it's fucking amazing. Again, whole chicken for that. Totally, totally impressed. I mean, it is a teenage kind of like you know, it's a teenage show, yeah. definitely targeted towards why, why war towards... Say what? It's, it's, I think the the genre is why in it, young adults. Oh yeah, young adults. Yeah, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Um, but like for for that type of show, it's, it's fucking brilliant. They've done a really good job of it. Mm. Um, I could see that this can, comes from a book series mm-hmm. um, and it is, you know, they totally set up for a second season. And I mean, you know, like they, they, when the dude like supposedly died in, in the, in the black smoke, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I was like, yeah, right. Like <laughs> fuck, he's died. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's like, Oh, I should go and like, uh, I should go and take the, take the shadow down. I'm like, yeah, you should go and take it down. No, 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 no you're too weak. We can do that any any time, right? No, you can't. You fucking can't. You need to do it now. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> but then we wouldn't get more exciting story if they yeah. didn't. So <laughs> it was. I, I was really impressed. And it, it, when when the next season, because I'm sure another season, you know, they're going to do more seasons. Um, when it comes out, I will be definitely watching the rest of it because nice. I thought it was just that it was very well put together. Yeah, I, I was I was intrigued oh. and I thought it was good fun. Nice. All right, what did you think of Yasuke? Oh, now Yasuke, I thought this was going to be a serious kind of recreation uh-huh. of history and it very quickly turned <laughs> into mecha magic crazy ass <laughs> like shit and I fucking loved it. It was so much fun. I I could eat this up all day long. This is definitely one of my kind of shows. Um, I thought there was a good amount of kind of like um, character development in it and intrigue um, tying into actual historical events and like historical people. Um, and yeah, I mean, like there was some bits at the beginning where I was like, Look at the size and the power of these fucking mecha warrior things. How the fuck is anybody gonna fight against them? But then there was yeah, there was a great fun bit where they kind of like uh that African dude gets his kind of like magic out and instead of uh, and combines it with the defensive magic of the other guys and they make an enormous enormous warrior to kind of fight the the other creature. Um which it actually was made out of a load of people, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That was, I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, no. I, I just, I, I really enjoyed it, and I, I, I liked the kind of the way it went. I don't know how did they, did they kind of hint on a second season for for Yasuke? Mm, I can't remember. I was trying to think. Like, did they leave any kind of like uh, cliffhangers or anything? Any I don't kind think of, they like... really hinted in the show, but I think Martin said last week that the the creators of it have said this is just the beginning. Yeah. There's a lot yeah, more really? to come. Wow. Yeah. That's what Flyletter said on uh, on Twitter. 
Wow. What they what, what they'll do for like following seasons, whether they'll you know, like uh will it be about the same guy or will it just be set in the same universe or uh you know that because I'm not I entirely kind of, sure. Oh sorry. I was I was just gonna say I kind of feel like it might have that kind of like Mad Max kind of thing where every season would just be him in a different story, do you know what I mean? Maybe coming across different characters and dealing with different things, do you know what I mean? So I don't know if that yeah. girl with her powers would, would be in any more seasons because mm. I feel like her thing kind of got wrapped up. Yeah. So I feel like maybe next, the second season, he'll come across another town or something and have Hold to on, deal what, with what happened thing. to her again? What happened to her though? Like, did she, she, she obviously survived it, but like, what did, what actually like, did she go and like start carrying, carry on studying with all the other kind of like, Dudes, I can't, I can't actually. It's been a, a couple of weeks now, and I've seen so many other things. That <laughs> I've actually forgotten what yeah. what happened at the end. Well, she went back to the village. Um, the kid who she knocked unconscious actually said, well, "I mean, for, for, forgave her. I was never angry with her in the first place." Mm. Yeah, the village, adopted the village apologized to both Yasuke and her for obviously believing the priest. Um, and then. But that- and then but then that, they left that kind of as it was, didn't they? They didn't really show her doing anything else or going off anywhere, did they? No, I thought that was it. I thought that was. I thought that was it to be honest. But I, I think it's just that the village accepted her and do you know what I mean, and like she's just gonna be peaceful in that village now. Do you know what I mean, I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything going forward. Oh, T, you're cutting out. T, am I cutting out? Yeah, you're Can you hear me now. Out. Yeah, you, is that better? Yes, yeah, better now. Me? Yeah, it's better now. It's these, it's these fucking headphones, you know. These headphones are fucked. Like, if, when I'm on the phone to someone, it would randomly just hang up. If I'm listening to podcasts or something, it would randomly pause them or skip to a next podcast <laughs> or a next episode. I don't know. These headphones are fucking haunted. Bro, you need I'm to telling get you. new headphones. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So say what, say what were you saying again? Uh, no, I was saying I think her story is complete. It's just getting the acceptance of the village and... Do you know what I mean? And her, her mum being killed or whatever. I think it would be cool to see a return maybe in a future season if there's like a time skip and she's a bit older, how her powers have developed or whatever. But I feel like in general, that season was kind of like a standalone thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like they had their little war and it was all kind of resolved and shit. Yeah. Cam. All right. So T kind of shat on this one at the end of the last episode, but what did you think of Without Remorse? Uh I'll be back in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I watched, I watched this, um, and I'm like, um, action movies aren't my kind of like absolute favorite. This was very much like a, an army action movie, and I, I think this storyline has been done to death. Where there's, you know, like, dude out in in you know um, on on patrol or whatever doing his doing his duty and then there's you know people kind of get like um uh people get killed and um it's uh you know like he has to then figure out who's who's behind it all um there's just been so many movies about this so i could kind of like um foreshadow like i would the whole time i was like i wonder who's going to be the baddie and they were totally kind of like suggesting it was the cia dude mm. all along and i was like when it 
can't be him because they're painting him to be such a <laughs> such a meanie. So it was quite kind of like I thought it was quite predictable, but it was slick as fuck. Mm. Um, it was mm. like it was the action sequences were fucking awesome, and um, it's Michael B. Jordan, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. He is fucking hench. Oh my god, <laughs> he's like, he's like totally ripped, and uh, yeah, he plays that kind of character really well. Like, he, I'm sure we'll see him in like a shit ton load more movies, playing that kind of like, ne- like army dude or navy seal or whoever, um, yeah, being out actiony and everything. And uh, yeah, I, th- I thought all of the the fight scenes were really well choreographed, and I didn't. I didn't really switch off. I kind of like, I did watch it. It wasn't sort of like I was like, like a, another movie that I've just seen where I got 20 minutes in and really kind of just was like, yawn, yawn o'clock. So yeah, no, it, <laughs> it, it, it was good. I'd, I'd probably give this like a three piece. Nice. I mean, bearing in mind, it's not really my, I wouldn't really go out of my way to watch an, a, like a, 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 a like a, a war, a, a fight, like a war movie, or, or you know, like an army movie, or whatever. Yeah. Cool. All right. What's, so, all, so, all that... what, what did you guys think about it? Apart from obviously, I know T. <laughs> what oh, you said about it. All I can say is, yeah, I like Michael B. Jordan as an actor. He's a great actor. Yeah, but the next time Michael B. Jordan looks at a script and sees that Jamie Bell is there, he should not take this movie. <laughs> Nothing against Jamie Bell. But so far, they've been in two movies together, and both of them have been trash. So if he sees this guy's name on the cast list, he needs to get out while he still can. Well, what, what, what's who's, Jamie Bell? What, who's Jamie Bell? He was, he, the, was he an he, actor? Or? Yeah, he, he was the um, CIA like agent. The, the CIA agent who it looked oh, the like one he who, was the bad guy. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's quite a good actor, what, though. What was the other oh, thing? Again, I've got nothing wrong with him. I'm just saying, for some reason, when those two are both in a movie... You either get without remorse or you get Fantastic Four. And both <laughs> of them have been shit in my opinion. Oh, so. were they both in Fantastic Four? Yeah, he was oh. he was human torch and then Jamie Bell was the thing. Oh well my damn. I yeah. I, I, I still haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah, don't don't see it. That and amazing Just, Spider-Man I've still not seen. I'm sorry, um you guys have probably talked about this in a previous week, right? Um that trailer for the um Oh, uh, for, for like Marvel, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the upcoming Marvel stuff. Yeah, um, I, I watched it again this afternoon. It just I was going through like you know like tra- upcoming tra- trailers and, and movies and stuff, and of course they had the the whole kind of like what's coming next. And at the end, once again, it's it's sort of like this is Phase Four, isn't it? That they're, yeah. they're talking about. Yeah, but that the four looks like the Fantastic Four. Yeah, symbol. It it yeah. does so yeah. much in it. It was he- and it was I'm like, heavily teased. Hey, they are teasing me so much. <laughs> like, this is not fair. Like how how many times are they going to kind of like make me feel like they they might be Fantastic Four on just on the horizon? <laughs> uh, you, we're not going to tell you anymore. Like uh, <laughs> it's, it's so annoying. Mm. Would you guys all be up for like a Fantastic Four movie? Uh, I don't know. Like I trust Kevin Feige, but I don't know how they're going to be explaining how they're in this universe. Um, without some kind of time travel or them being tra- like it, it, it all depends on how it's done in it because it's the same with the mutants like 
how are they going to explain over the last like 10, 15 years that these people have existed and like none of them thought, oh, okay, you know, aliens are attacking. Maybe we should get involved or do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> see, I've, I've heard, I've heard two kind of good um, ideas about how they can pull this off. Mm. I doubt, I doubt they'd be used. Like Marvel will probably do something different, but with the, with the mutants, mm. it could be a thing where they've been there this whole time but Professor X has been like mind fucking everyone to either forget them after they come in contact with them or mm-hmm. just, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like not like maybe use Cerebro or something to affect everyone's mind mm-hmm. to where if they do witness a mutant, they, they forget it. Yeah. So we could even have flashbacks to the first Avengers movie with the Battle of New York and the X-Men could have even been there helping, mm-hmm. but just no one remembers. Do you know what I mean? I think that, could be a pretty cool idea. Um, yeah. do, will they use the, I just, I just the, 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 the phrase mindfuck as I, the, I, I, the I explanation think should, for it? I think that would be a contractual obligation that they use the term mindfuck. <laughs> like they have to. I want Professor X to say it as well. <laughs> I have been using Cerebro to mindfuck the world. They, they could, but <laughs> I just feel like that's such a stretch. But it, it, that's one of the ways. What was your other one? Uh, and the other one was for Fantastic Four. Um, and that would be so... They could be because Fantastic Four is kind of like it's like a family story, but like it it it's best it's a story best told like in its time, like in in the sixties kind of seventies kind of field. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to have Reed Richards and um and uh, is it Sue Storm, the, the Invisible Girl? Yeah, yeah. like to have yeah. her as that sixties kind of home wife mother kind of role but she's a superhero do you know what i mean like when when the fantastic four originally came out so the idea that i heard was um they can they can be in the 60s go on a space mission or something like that get their powers go through like some kind of like wormhole or something and it could be kind of like a lost in space kind of story with the yeah. fantastic four yeah and that's, then, that, that's what i said yeah and then obviously them returning to earth Maybe like you said, they go through a time hole or something like that and then come back in present day. So you can then have the kind of similar to Captain America, like the the fish out of water kind of story of mm. them not being in their time that they know and having to catch up with the world and stuff. And um, it, that could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, scientifically speaking, time does is relative to gravity. So uh, true. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I, I like that idea. I like I like both ideas. Like you said, the X-Men one's a bit of a stretch, but I don't see it unless they do, like, a parallel dimension, which, again, I won't like because I like the idea of it all taking place in this one reality. Well, you know what I mean? The, the, but isn't... but if, if, if they just bring up mutants now and just say, okay, like, they kind of combine mutants with, um, uh, what are they called... Uh, Immort- not immortals. Um, yeah, Eternals. It, it, no, Eternals. No, no, Inhumans. 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 Thank Inhumans. You. If they try and combine mutants and Inhumans and say uh, like a Terrigen Mist kind of thing was released and now everyone's mutated, mm, I no. won't like that because you yeah no they need to leave the... they leave need to leave um, Inhumans well alone. <laughs> yeah. They need to distance I mean, themselves from Inhumans oh, as much definitely. as possible. That show, man. Oh mate, I never watched Bloody it. Hell. Watched, you, you, you will be shitting on it big time. Yeah. I watched a couple episodes and just lost interest real quick. Like, 
But my, my point is like Wolverine needs to have been around throughout all these world wars and Magneto should have been there in the Holocaust. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Stuff yeah. like that that add to their character. Mm-hmm. Without that, what do you know what I mean? There's not much there. Yeah, it, cha- it changes stuff. It changes things. Um, yeah. I mean, they've already, they've already done it with Pietro, um, Pietro and Wanda. So it's explaining those two in, in, and, you know, expanding on expanding on that basically to uh, bring in the X-Men. That's what yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily mind if it's an alternative dynamic, dimension kind of thing. I mean, too tough. Is, kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, there already is kind of with Pietro appearing in Wonder Vision. I wouldn't. No, mind. but that that was that wasn't that. That was that yeah. was Ralph Bono. His <laughs> name was. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Stevie, what have you got for us this week? What have you been watching this week? Uh. So the stuff we're going to talk about later. Um. Um, and I've been watching a bit more of um, Seven Deadly Sins, nice. and really getting into that. Mm. Now that is like the 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 plots like growing, and now they've kind of like um, they've just had a standoff where they've kind of like there's this kind of like fight festival that everybody's gone to, and they've had to go through a maze, and eventually, and then it's sort of like um, two of the Ten Commandments are, are, are organizing it, and then. So, uh, something happens and um the captain what's his face keeps getting Meliodas Meliodas uh yeah goes and like kicks kicks both their asses but then that he he feels too much anger and it draws all the ten commandments to to his location mm. and uh and then they start kicking his ass big time and and then they kill him Oh, yeah, I forgot about and, Seven Deadly Sins. I need to get back on that, actually. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> and he, he's plainly not dead yet. But like, is, is, um, the, is this the one with the, the bad animation? The what? Is this the season with the horrific animation? <clears throat> I I don't know. I, I I haven't particularly felt like the animation was shit, but I, I do tend to lower my expectations when it comes to watching anything that's not Studio Ghibli. Um, <laughs> so, you know... Uh, kind of, um, I was cool with it. Um, I think the thing that's really getting me is actually this, just the the developing storylines and the the different kind of relationships that are going on and uh, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I, so I kind of like got to the end of that bit, and then loads of other stuff came up. So it, it tends to be a thing like before I go to bed, I kind of uh, watch to sleep. I'll stick on a bit of Seven, Seven Deadly Sins and watch a few episodes before I go to sleep and. And then it tends to end up being I watch like five episodes, cool. and it's two o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, I need to go to sleep. <laughs> Have to stop this now. <laughs> so yeah, um, so that was good. Um, I'm really enjoying that. Um, I did struggle initially to kind of get back into it, but um, it's good. Um, that I saw this thing on Netflix called The Neighbor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. I, mm-hmm. I ran. This is one of those, you know, like random ones where the uh you know like um just it, it goes hey have you thought of this you know hmm. and uh and, and it, it i had started watching it and it's like i don't know spanish or something um and it's not got english dubbing or anything so it's, it's all in spanish with, with english subtitles mm-hmm. um and lots of kind of spanish culture i don't know if it is actually spanish but it sounds like i don't know might be portuguese or spanish or something like that mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically like the this 
this guy is dating a woman and he's a total fucking loser and he just doesn't give a shit about anything. He's late for work all the time and he's always playing his his, his girlfriend and she's having doubts about him and then um, he somehow manages to blag like a weekend away in a in in some kind of holiday house and he takes her out there and um, then they kind of like this meteorite hits hits the ground in him and out comes this dude who has like superpowers and he transfers the superpowers to this loser and then now it's sort of like now we're going to see what happens to him and how he deals with the the fact that he's actually got superpowers now um so yeah i saw the first episode of it and it was it was actually quite fun and i think i'll probably carry on watching it it is you do have to work quite hard because it's spanish fast spanish is pretty fast Mm. and you know (laughs) you have to look at all of the uh the, the subtitles but no, it's, it's it's good fun. I don't know. Have you guys seen any of it? Nope. I, I think so. It. No. No. It was definitely a um in bed again in bed. Ah, oh, I'll just click on this randomly, you <laughs> know, and see what the first episode's like. No, um. Uh, the, the I also saw like the first ten minutes of the Resident Evil thing that dropped on Netflix. Um. Ah, uh, what's it called? Which one? Because the... there's three. There's Degeneration. Yeah, I think it's Vengeance Degeneration. And um, um, can't remember what the last one was. Damnation. It's da- called yeah. Damnation is the one that I've been watching. Okay, fair enough. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty slick. Um, just I didn't quite know what was going on. Mm. And I think I was a bit tired. So I kind of like, I, I watched 10 minutes and thought oh, I'll have to pick this up and later when I'm actually able to give it a, you know, a little more bit of, more of your attention of my time yeah, and attention. Cause I didn't, if I could have just re- like tried to watch it and then just thought it was shit just cause I was tired. So yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to see how this plays out. It's kind of got like a two sides against each other in the war, but then they've kind of got like mutant creatures helping out. Yeah. So um, I, I watched and... all, I watched all three. I watched Resident Evil Degeneration, which I had seen before Resident Evil Damnation, which I had seen before uh, and Resident Evil Vendetta, which was the 2017 one, which I hadn't seen before. I would give the first two a free piece. Um, all right. You know, just because I like, I like the action, I like I thought CGI was pretty crisp. I thought um, the voice actor was pretty cool. In on Resident Evil G Generation on my Netflix, I for some strange reason could only get Japanese audio, which you know kind of worked for me anyway because obviously I I'm so used to watching stuff in Japanese. Um, but Damnation and Vendetta, I watched it in English audio, um, and um, I just like Vendetta because the the gung fu at the end yeah, is so ridiculous yeah and so over the top yeah but like it just it just, it just works it was cool it and it was um you got leon and you got chris like two of the most like badass characters in the resident evil game franchise um so it's just, it just really cool to see um uh, mine I, th- I think you watched this as well these as well yeah i've seen all three of them um yeah for me all three are three are three pieces mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the animation. I think the animation was better, and I don't know what it is, but for some strange reason, I think reason, the generation and damnation had better animation for me than um, than Vendetta. I don't know what it was. Um, maybe maybe it was my internet bugging or whatever, but um, that's how it came across to me. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, sto- story is still, you know, the same as the evil. It's just, you know, crazy, crazy-ass zombie. Um, and, you know, crazy-ass... Yeah, they've they've, they've now extended it more to, like, bioweapons, which, again, it kind of makes yeah, sense yeah. since, like, the game franchise has kind of moved away a little bit from zombies and it's been more, like, scientists have just, like, tampered with people's DNA and just created these weird-ass creatures. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but, yeah, still thought <coughs> Yeah, someone got COVID over there. <laughs> that was a dirty cough, boy. <laughs> Sorry, Martin, that, continue. <laughs> no, that was it. Okay, I cool. was done. That, 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 that cough was like a full stop. Cough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Big, big T, catch us up what you've been up to and what you've been watching. Well, what you've been watching. All right, have I got a time limit this time? Or can nah, I take, there's, can I there's, take there's, there's not as much this time, so you can kind of take it easy. All right. I, I, let, oh, Steve, I, let, I let Stevie let kind of just... go for a while as well, but, I, 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 you know, when I start, I start rushing you, then you know you got to speed it up, innit? All right, let me just get comfortable okay. here. <laughs> uh, all right, no, so, um, yeah, just to catch up on stuff I've been watching, because um, I hadn't been on for a while, I kind of built up a list of shit that I'd watched. Um, Martin, you, I, I started to talk about Circle last episode, and you said you'd seen that as well. Yeah, I'd um, seen it. Yeah, yeah, it, it it was interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, what what got me to it was the platform, um, and then I think I watched Snowpiercer. I don't know if anyone's seen Snowpiercer. Um, yeah, I watched some of that. Yeah, it's quite. No, I saw, I watched the movie. I know there is a. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I've seen I've seen the movie as well. The yeah. the movie was fantastic. Oh yeah, I really seen, enjoyed the movie. The movie. Yeah. 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 yeah, we reviewed the movie. Was that on an episode with me, Martin, and Michael? We actually reviewed the movie and the TV series. But oh, I, did you? I didn't get a chance yeah. to watch the TV series. I only watched oh, the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah no, the both. movie the movie is really good. Um, it's a similar concept to platform, um, but obviously it's on a train. So it's like mm-hmm. it's like a horizontal platform rather than a vertical <laughs> platform. But no, it's it's really good. I did enjoy that, and then that kind of led me to Circle because again, like I'm just I, I was going through a period of just watching these weird kind of sci-fi concepts where people were kind of forced into like making moral choices and shit like that. So Circle. Out of all of them, out of platform, Snowpiercer and Circle, Circle was probably my least favorite one. Um, I did get a bit bored at times because it's literally just a whole movie of people standing in a circle talking about who they're going to kill next. And every two minutes or every minute or so, someone dies. Uh, so it, there's there, it's interesting, do you know what I mean, to see like human nature kick in and see how they rationalize who they're going to kill and why. Like, the first thing they do is kill the old people mm. because they're like, well, you're old, you've lived, do you know what I mean? Like, allow it, let, let someone young have a turn. Um, but what was interesting about it, what kept me going was that there, I think there was 50 people there. And, yeah, yeah, and one of them was a pregnant woman and one yeah. of them was a little girl. So I was like, okay, like, they're either going to die at some point throughout this movie or it's going to get to it because they established, like, when we get to the end, there's, there's only going to be one survivor. Like, so I was like, so when we get to it, is it going to come down between who's going to die, a pregnant woman or a little girl? Do 
Like, I need to see this. I need to see what happens. Do you know what I mean? And what happens, yeah, I did not see coming. And it saved the movie for me. Like like I said, I was getting bored at points. But this fucking yeah. ending, fucking hell, this ending, bro. All right. Like, I'm not going to watch this. So spoilers for anyone that wants to watch this. Because um, I want to hear the ending. Uh, so you have, you can fast forward it like literally two minutes. Uh, team, yeah. spoil this ending. All right. So basically, yeah, throughout the different times in the movie, like you kind of think, all right, this guy's the main guy now. This guy's the main guy. Because some people are more have more morality than others. Some people are like, nah, allow the pregnant woman and the girl, do you know what I mean? Like, we can't kill them. Uh, and there's all kind of discussion like that. And one guy who was kind of the main advocate for like, don't kill the little girl, don't kill the pregnant woman, like, mm. we need to leave them to the end or whatever. Um, and then, basically, when it comes to the end, this guy who you think has been the, the nice guy, turns out to be the worst man, yeah? Because it comes down to him, the pregnant woman, and the little girl. And he just kills them and both. it's just, it's them free. No, okay. <laughs> Basically, you need to know the rules as well. No. They're all standing on these little red circles, yeah? If you step off of your circle, mm -hmm. you die. If you touch someone else, you die. If there's a tie, um, then either you all die or there has to be a tiebreaker kind of situation. Um, no, isn't it, isn't it that if, if no one chooses, then one person gets randomly selected? If no one chooses, yeah, then one person gets randomly selected. But if, if like, say there's, there's six people left and three people choose one person and three people choose the other, they shine a light down on those two and it's a tiebreaker and then you have to vote again for one of them. And if you don't vote or something, then I think they both die or something like that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it comes down to those three, yeah? Mm -hmm. The guy, the little girl and the pregnant woman. And... The guy is like, okay, like, I'm going to step off my circle. Yeah, I'm going to sacrifice myself. Mm. And then it's going to come down to you two. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know what's going to happen. Because if there's only two of you, it's going to be a tiebreaker. Do you know what I mean? So one of you essentially is going to have to sacrifice yourself. And then it, they, they, a little bit of discussion. A little girl decides, all right, do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sacrifice myself. I'm going to step off my circle as well. And the guy is like, oh, you're going to do that for, for the baby. And she's like, yeah, for the baby. So he's like, all right, mm -hmm. let's, do it to, let's do it together. Let's step off the circle together. And so she's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then it's like, three, two, one. And then the little girl steps off the circle. Not only does the guy not step off the circle, but at the last second, he votes for the pregnant woman. So the pregnant woman gets killed and the little girl dies because she stepped off the circle and he's the last survivor. He wins. And I was like, oh my God. No, wait, wait, guy. wait. There's a little bit, there's a little bit more. There's a little bit more. Go, oh yeah, because, there's more. Yeah, yeah. Pregnant, right? Oh shit, I because, forgot about because, this. Yeah, because the woman is pregnant, the circle counts her as two people basically, right? So they obviously has to kill the baby as well for him to leave. Yeah. And at the end of it, when because people are allowed back on Earth, right? Also, you can see a spaceship in the sky and everything like that, right? But when you look at the people around the guy, you see that the majority of people are pregnant women or, yeah. little, and or children. kids or children, right? And you see only a handful of people are actually grown-ups, which shows you just how people voted and how um just how the decisions came in so like so most people were awesome. most people were sensible and let the little girl or the pregnant woman survive oh, pregnant. And, exactly yeah. and, and yeah. one that was basically yeah. a grown-ass adult was basically an arsehole yeah pretty much so basically <laughs> any much. guy any any grown-ass men you see walking around after this you know they're a dick all women uh, you know that yeah all women yeah true 
they're, they're, they're a dickhead. Unless they're pregnant, do you know what I mean? They're a dickhead. Yeah. But um, no, but man, also... that ending killed me, bro. I, I, oh, yeah. I, it was, it was, I, it was, I, I gave I give that a three piece, honestly. Yeah. I think the ending saves it a, a lot. Like, there was good moments. Like, there was a lot of talk about race and stuff. And mm. there was some guy that beat his, his girl. And two two people, one man and one woman, pretend to be married at one point to stop people voting for them. So there's a lot of interesting things. But... Um, that ending really saved it. Yeah, I think I'd give, I'd end up giving it a free piece as well, no, just for that ending. Fair enough. Fair enough. Go on, uh, what's next? Um, so yeah, what else have we been doing? Okay, uh, another film I watched is a film called Mirage. I think it's like a Spanish film or something like that. It's a foreign film. I, I see. I watch a lot of foreign films with the uh, dubbed because I can't be bothered to read and stuff and. Netflix, Netflix's dubs are actually quite good. Okay. Do you know what I mean? They get quite good voice actors in, uh, especially with their movies. I'm not sure with anime or whatever, because obviously that's a whole different thing. But with their movies, the dub is quite good. Like I watched Zero dubbed as well. I watched that with an English dub, and that was really good. Um, but anyway, this film, Mirage, is a very interesting concept. Um, so there's, it takes place in two different time periods. One's in the 80s, and it's about this little boy who like has a like remember those camcorders that used to have that film on tape and shit he had one of those and he likes filming himself playing the guitar and just doing random shit um and then at one one night he's just filming himself doing random shit and then he sees um his neighbor uh the this man and his wife are having like some argument and then like through the window in the curtains it looks like he smacks her down and he's fucking her up and shit and so he goes over to try and like, I don't know what he thinks he's going to do. He's like a fucking 10 year old kid, but he goes over for some reason um, to try and help and see what's going on. And then when he gets there, um, I think he sees the wife is dead. She's been stabbed or something. And the husband is there holding the knife. Mm -hmm. And so the boy runs away. And then as he's running away, he runs out into the street and gets run over by a car and oh, dies. Oh, Pete. Yeah, <laughs> madness. So that's that. And then the modern day, the, the other story takes place in the modern day. And it's this woman and this guy, this this couple, um, and they've got a baby or they've got like a young child and they move into the same house that that boy used to live in. Yeah. And then there's a storm going on or something. There was a storm going on back in the, on the 80s on that same day that the boy died as well. Now there's another storm happening and they're like, oh, this is the biggest storm we've seen since the 80s or whatever, that specific day. Um, during the storm, she finds uh, in a closet somewhere the old TV and the video player and the camcorder of the boy. She finds it. And so she's going through his tapes, looking at his stuff, and then she, she starts playing the tape of that night of him playing it's the a horror movie. movie. Uh, it's more a thriller. It's kind of like, oh, okay. it, it's, it's like a butterfly effect Groundhog's Day kind of thing. Because what happens is while she's watching the, the his videos during a storm, some weird sci-fi shit happens and it ends up connecting them through, through time. So he's, she's now watching him live play his guitar and he can now see her on his TV. Do you know what I mean? Cause she set up the camcorder to play the videos and shit. So the, the, the camera is facing her as well. So it's kind of like they're doing some weird gype through time. Mm -hmm. And so 
they start talking and she realizes this is the boy and this is what happens and then he dies and stuff. So she warns him. She's like, don't like, don't go over there. Do you know what I mean? Don't do it. Whatever, whatever. Mm. So the boy gets freaked out uh, and then doesn't end up going and doesn't end up getting run over. So in doing that, she changes history. Do you know what I mean? She changes the past and changes the present. And like, again, like a butterfly effect kind of thing. So now, when she wakes up, she's in either like a hospital or in some weird different place. She's not, she's not married to this guy anymore. Mm. She doesn't have her kid. Do you know what I mean? So her life is, that she knew is fucked. Mm. And she's trying to figure out what's happened, how to get her, her husband back. She, she even finds her husband, but he's like, he doesn't know her. He's like, who are you? I don't know you. And so she's trying to figure out shit and sort shit out and, and try and get her kid back. Do you know what I mean? Cause her kid doesn't exist anymore. If, if she never met her husband, yeah. but it's a really good film. It's really good. Um, I would recommend it. I'd give it maybe a free piece. It's a good, like mystery. Like I said, it's like, if anyone's ever seen butterfly effect, mm. I really like that film. It's like that. Um, so I would recommend going and watching this, um, yeah, really good film, Mirage. I'd, I'd give it a free piece. It's called Mirage. It's like a Spanish film or something on, on Netflix. Cool. Um, yeah, I've also... I mean, we, we talked uh, last week about Always Sunny because um, Stevie said he was getting into that. That was on my list because I'd recently done a rewatch of all 15 seasons. Great show. Very good. Um, one of my favourite comedy shows. Uh, I also watched another one of my favourite comedy shows... If it's probably a tie between Always Sunny and Community for my two favorite comedy shows. And Community, I started rewatching that again. I think I'm nearly finished with season three now. Uh, not entirely looking forward to season four. Um, anyone that's seen the show or knows about the behind the scenes about this show will know why I'm not looking forward to season four. But um, basically, the creator and writer of the show, Dan Harmon, who made Rick and Morty as well, he got fired after season three. So they brought in some next writers for season four, which is kind of unanimously considered to be the worst season. And then after that, they brought him back for season five and season six, mm -hmm. um, Dan Harmon. So the quality kind of picks back up. There's a couple good episodes in season four, but it, it, it's trying too hard to like imitate what community is. And it's like, you can just tell that this isn't the same. Like there's something off about it. Uh, but community in general is my favorite comedy show. Um, it's really good. Like the paintball episodes, the, the Christmas episodes, any episode I could just sit down and watch anytime. The D and D episodes, they're just great. So again, I'd highly recommend that. The only thing is on Netflix, there's one episode that, has been removed for some reason um if you're in the uk channel four also has all the episodes of community and they include that episode that's been removed from netflix it's some dumb thing it's a dnd &D episode uh and one character dresses up as a dark elf so he like puts like has like black face paint all over himself like he he's dark do you know what i mean like he looks like a black uh, uh, a dark elf but there's a joke about blackface in there. Like one of the, the old guy, Pierce, 
he mistakes him for doing blackface. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Well, he's yeah. not. He's he's dressed as a dark elf. He's he's in cosplay. So because of that joke, Netflix has removed it from the from the show. Uh, but if you do want to watch Community in its entirety, blackface included, head over to Channel Four because they don't give a fuck, mate. They'll show you some blackface. Um, but it's not it's not blackface anyway. But that's the whole point um, of the joke. No. So is there a re- do we do do we know why dude got fired um, from from the show originally? Was it, um, was it like a he, money thing, or was it like like viewer figures, or what? Well, Community's always struggled with with its numbers. It's never really been a hit, do you know what I mean? But it's got a cult following, and I think since it's been on Netflix and since then, it's kind of grown in popularity. Especially yeah. now that we've got Rick and Morty as well. People have gone back to see his other creation, which is Community, which, in my opinion, is just as good, if not better, than Community. Like the the ones where Dan Harmon's involved with, are more consistent. Do you know what I mean? The quality stays high. I think just behind the scenes, Dan Harmon is is notoriously hard to work with. Not like in terms of his personality, because all the actors liked him. Just the the executives and stuff, because he takes long to write, and because his quality of writing is so high, it takes him a long time to like perfect each episode. So he'd hand in a lot of episodes late and there was time delays and all this stuff. Like even we've seen it with Rick and Morty, do you know what I mean? The, the amount of time it takes in between seasons to come out is, is, is in one major factor of that is because him taking long to write it. Um, so I think that's why... They were just like, fuck it, man. We can't be bothered. He takes long to write it. He puts all this like emphasis on it has to be perfect. And I just fucking give us an episode. So they fired him, <laughs> um, brought in someone, two other writers, and they really dropped the ball on it, in my opinion. And then I think that the executives realized how important Dan Harmon was to the show and yeah. how important writing is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. they brought him back. But I think, by season five was the last season that was on TV. Then they canceled it. And then season six was on Yahoo for a while. Yahoo had their own streaming service. Mm -hmm. um, And it was brought back for Yahoo. But then again, um, Dan Harmon jokes that it was his show that destroyed the Yahoo streaming service because obviously that's, that's gone. Um, But season six was good as well. I like season six, but by that point, a lot of the original actors and cast had left, like Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. He was part of the original cast. He left, I think, in season five, I think he left, halfway through season five. Um, Pierce, uh, um, what's his name? Chevy Chase was in it as Pierce. He had left because I think he left after season four. That was part of it as well, actually, why Dan Harmon got fired because he and Chevy Chase did not get on. They're tight. <sighs> Their style wow. of comedy was very different. And the executives kind of chose Chevy Chase because obviously he's a famous, well-known actor who's made a lot of like classic comedies like the National Lampoon Vacations movies. And so, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Chevy Chase is a big guy in comedy. So they mm-hmm. decided to keep him and get rid of Dan Harmon. But then when season four flopped, everyone realized, well, actually, Dan Harmon's more important for the show than Chevy Chase. So they brought back Dan Harmon and I think Chevy Chase got fired. Um, so he wasn't in season four for Dan Harmon's return. I think he like 
they say he died or something and something like that. Some madness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who else? This has got John Oliver in it as well, hasn't it? John Oliver's in it. He's really. Yeah, T's cut in out. the latest. T, T, you cut out. John Oliver is. John Oliver's in it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he's sorry. He's really good in it as well. He's one of the teachers. He pops up here and there in the earlier shows. I think he has. I think he he his appearances kind of fizzle out midway through the season. I think he might come back towards the end. But no, he's really good. Mike from Breaking Bad. If anyone's seen Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. um, Mike mm-hmm. in season four. He kind of replaces Chevy Chase as the old character, and he's fucking hilarious in the show. It's a shame he was only in it for one season, but he was in season four. Um, was it season? F- no, see, he was in season five. Sorry, when Ch- when Dan Harmon came back. Um, but not community. I can't. I can't recommend it enough. They've old got chicken. fucking loads of people in it. They've got like uh, Jack Black in it. They got John Goodman. Jack Black comes in. John Goodman. Yeah, Brie Larson. Oh my days! You're just reminding me of the episodes that they're in. Like John Goodman is is the um, is the vice dean. You know they've got like the principal and then the vice principal. You've got the dean and then you've got the mm-hmm. vice dean. But he kind of runs. They've got like um, an air conditioning repairman kind of um, section of their community of the college, and he runs that. And it's so jokes because they're like a cult. Do you know what I mean? And um, there's a whole storyline about um, Donald Glover's character Troy, who's just naturally gifted at, at repairing shit. <clears throat> so you've got the plumbers who want him to become a plumber, and then you've got the air conditioning repairmen who want him to join their their like team. And uh, it, I don't want to get too much into it because the the whole joy of it is watching it play out. Like I think I, think I might have to stick this on my my watch list and definitely add it definitely get into it mate if you like if you like um always sunny you'll like this because it's similar in that they're they're a bunch of flawed characters like they're not perfect yeah and their flaws is what make the show great and their interactions between each other and it's probably the most diverse cast i've ever seen in a show like you've got like every, I think there's six or seven main characters in the group, and you've got like the the white guy who is um, I think agnostic. You've got the feminist white blonde woman who's atheist. You've got a Jewish girl who's like the the um, p- teacher's pet. You've got the black jock guy who is D- Donald Glover who is a Jehovah Witness. You've got a uh, Arabic um, guy Arbed who is Muslim, you've got, um, who else is there? And then you've got um, Pierce, who's the old white guy who's racist, and he has joined some cult, like some laser Buddhist cult or something like that. But and, <laughs> Laser and, Buddhist? Yeah, it's, it's some made-up shit, man. It's so funny. Amazing. And then you've got Chang, Professor Chang, who's a, a, a Chinese-Spanish teacher, who um, is funny as well. And then the dean... Is, is obviously gay, but he just never comes out. Or when he eventually does come out, he's like, well, to say that I'm gay is like one-seventh of the truth. Like, there's so much more going on there than just being gay. Like, he's got every fetish under the sun. <laughs> but it is such a good show, man. It's, I would definitely recommend it. Like I said, it, it's the characters are what make it. And mm. the every now and again, you'll get a very like high-concept episode. Like I said, there's there's paintball episodes 
that kind of parody Star Wars or like, um, yeah, like uh, old westerns and shit. And then there's all like, right, yo, you're getting too long. Let's um, go. Next, right, next. Sorry, <laughs> I could talk about. I could talk. I could do a whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just next, on community. Yeah, you can start sorry. your own podcast on that. Go next. Thing. All right. Anyway, uh, I've also been watching. My name is Earl mm. on Disney Plus. Uh, again, one of my oh, favorite I comedy seen that shows. For years. It's yes, neither have I. When I realized it was on Disney Plus, I was like, oh, I have to watch this, man. I'm just gutted that I never finished. There was four seasons, it got cancelled, they never got to finish it. Uh, I would have loved to have seen him complete his list or just get a resolution to it. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I said on the podcast, but I read um, the creator of the show in an interview revealed how he would have ended it. Mm. Um, and he said that Earl would have never actually gotten around to finishing his list. Mm-hmm. What would have happened is he would have come across someone else who has their own list and um, would have helped them do he would have list. No, no, he would have realized that this guy, the reason this guy has his list is because of a ripple effect from Earl's list and doing good to help other people. Other people have decided to start their own list and because so many people out there now have their own list and are doing good, he realizes that in, in like a ripple effect kind of thing, he's now brought good, so much good into the world that it's kind of counteracted all the bad that he had done. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, he doesn't need his own list anymore. Like his karma has kind of balanced out and kind of swung into the good kind of side. So that was kind of how it was all going to be resolved. He, he, and then he like gives up his list and just decides to live his life and live a good life going forward. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of like that. It would have been nice to see that play out, but so I mean, for what it is, the four season we've got, I think are amazing. Like the callbacks, the setups, like there are things similar to how I met your mother. Although yeah. I never watched that all the way through. I haven't seen all the episodes, but you know how they'll like set up things like story plots earlier on in earlier seasons. And then they'll come back up later. Yeah. Like he'll say he'll say something like, "Oh, it's like when I saw this person," but we'll get to that. And it shows you actual clips, and then when those episodes actually come out, it contains those earlier clips that they had. Similar stuff to that kind of happened, but it's it's really good. I, again, another show I'd recommend. I'd give that whole chicken. Um, what next? Haunted. I spoke last episode about Haunted, the Latino America uh, spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, Haunted, the original series, season three has just dropped. So I've just started that. Really good as well. It's all true stories. People come in and tell their true stories of how, where they've been haunted or different horror kind of experiences they've been through. And then they reenact it like with actors and stuff. Very good show. I'd recommend that as well. I'd probably give that a free piece. Um, what else? Nobody. I wasn't on the episode where you guys reviewed Nobody, but I watched that. What did you guys think of Nobody before I get into it? Um, I liked it other than I wasn't, exactly on the main guy's side other than the fact that he was clamping people because like it was his fault in it like yeah with like john wick here fogs came and killed his dog like this is him just you know pissed off at the world and just wants to fuck these guys up fair enough they're bad guys which is kind of fortunate they weren't like just some jocks that were having a piss up and being slightly out of order because from what i remember they what they Obviously, they were insinuating being abusive or doing something rude to the girl, but I don't think they actually did anything to her. Mm. I think he just wanted an excuse to let loose. Yeah, and he did, and he fucked them up. And, like, it was... So, I I think I gave it a free piece. I feel it was like a... 
mm. a John Wickish Wickesque kind of movie, but like a little bit different. I did like how at the end he Wick-esque, was like, yeah. his wife was like, "We need to make sure it has a basement." Because she's like accepted that he's a kill man, and just in case things need to happen, they need a basement that can be um, burnt out and have enough heat to disintegrate bodies. So I thought that was nice. <laughs> Almost, um, I haven't seen this, but oh, you didn't see um, this? Doc- Hello, no, I've not seen it yet. Yeah, T, we can hear um, you now. What are you trying to talk? I'm back. Sorry, no, no, yeah, just cut. Out. I just sorry. Um, yeah, what were you guys saying? You lot were talking. I was like, I just liked the bit of the wife at the end was just like, oh, we need a basement because <laughs> she, yeah. she obviously accepted <laughs> that his his her husband's a kill man and they need it just in case. And I thought it was funny mm. how like they covered the little girl's eyes, but then the son, I don't know how old the son was, but he saw everything and it was just like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like. Mm. I, li- I liked it, yeah. I liked the film. I, again, I'd probably agree maybe a three-piece. But that, to me, that's being a bit generous because, mm. like you said, like John Wick, he had a reason for what he did, you know what I yeah. mean? And you felt the motivation. They killed his dog. They, like... Uh, and it's more to it than just they killed his dog, do you know what I mean? That dog represented his wife who had died and he's grieving and then they, they fucked his... They stole his car and shit. Yeah. And then it just escalated from there. Whereas this, the trailers made me think it was going to be another John Wick story, but about his daughter's watch or something like that. The no, Hello it was, Kitty it was watch the, or yeah, whatever it was. It was the Kitty uh, rib, rib bracelet or, or the watch or whatever yeah. it was. But then it wasn't about that. Like that whole little thing got resolved pretty early. And then, like you say, he just found some guys on a, on a, on a bus, fucked them up. And they just happen to be Russian gangsters. Like, st- like Russian gangsters are just like, I don't know, whoever, because who, it's the same creator as John Wick, isn't it? Uh, yes, Nobody. I believe so. This guy's got a thing about Russian gangsters, man. <laughs> like, I think he wants to go out and fuck up some Russian gangsters himself. But I just think the motivation wasn't there. He, he brought it on himself, which, like you said, makes you not be able to empathize with him as much as John Wick. Um, and so. One one thing I thought was interesting, though, do, it, do you think this it exists in the same world as John Wick? Because didn't so the same actor I, didn't that same actor turn up at one point? I uh, don't know about same actor, know. but I've heard people say it would have been nice that I think it was Heroes of Noise. They were talking about if like this had been connected to the John Wick franchise, that they might have like appreciated and liked it a bit more. Uh, yeah, but, I feel like they may have hinted at it because you know in John Wick. The con- is it the Continental? Continental? Yeah, yeah. You know the, the the like the black guy who like runs the Continental. Mm-hmm. Did that actor not turn up in Nobody? Was that not him? Wait, say that again. The actor, the 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 guy that played the black guy that owned the Continental, did he not show up in Nobody? When I don't, I don't think, think so. so. There was one point where like a, where where a black guy turned up and it was like. I can't remember where they were, but I remember looking at him and thinking, you look like that guy. And then I was thinking, is it him? Well, right at the end, like, when his buddy comes and helps him fight the, the Russians. Hold his on, brother. hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, 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 you're talking about the barber. The barber, yes. I nah, 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 nah. He looked, yeah. nah. Is that nah, not him? That's, that's a different black guy. <laughs> is that a different black guy? <laughs> oh, different. Come on, B, not all black people look the same. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys, sorry. Uh, all right, no, I've, I've, it looks like him though. Come on, man. No, I'm looking this up, but I, I need to. It's not. It's um, you know, you know. Once like 
it's Colin Samuel. I can't remember what, like, he's in stuff that you know, innit? Is he in... Oh, shit. Isn't that um, Candyman? No, that's the. I'm pretty sure that's the other black guy. Oh, that's another black guy. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so <laughs> racist. Deep, deep, deep. Quick, quick, one behind. <laughs> All right, shit. I don't, yeah, no, that isn't um, the guy that was in Candyman, right? Oh, no, he was in Resident Evil. Okay. Yeah, he's the one that got sliced into like a million pieces. He got sliced and diced. Yeah. Okay, all right. Thank you. My, all right, I'm cool now. I'm sorted. <laughs> what, what was Doc Brown like in the movie? What was what, sorry? Doc Brown from Back to the Future, that dude. What's his... I don't know what his no, name no, is. He, he was, was good. He, I liked he, him he was as well. Dad. Wasn't he as his dad or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like his ending as well. Like, I think he kind of sacrificed himself or something. He no, was like no. sitting in the room and just... No, or did he? No, he didn't. Was he, and, he, he was there for the showdown in the end, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. sick, man. Yeah, he was sick, actually. Yeah, I liked him. He was good. And it was nice to see, like, it was nice to see Doc Brown back again. Mm. He needs to be in more things. Yeah. He's old as fuck, though. <laughs> like, he, he was old in Back to the Future, but now he's it's old. It's Christopher Lloyd, isn't it? It's Christopher yeah. Lloyd. He, yeah. yeah. How old is Christopher Lloyd? Uh, I'm Place to, your bets now. I'm trying to look that up now. What, 80. 116. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I was just gonna go with around 80. He, I think he's in his 80s. He's, a, he's 82. Oh, shit. Oh, see? That's yeah. pretty fucking amazing that as an 82-year-old, you're still doing movies. Kicking ass like that, yeah. you you got, you got to be totally loving it, haven't you, to yeah. be doing that in your 80s? I know, I know everyone sees him as Doc Brown. But for me, he will forever be the villain from Roger Rabbit. Like, <laughs> with that, with that high-pitched voice and judge, those googly eyes. Ju- judge like, Doom. That gave me so much jokes. Yeah, Judge Doom still. All right. Mm. Uh, I think anyway. That, oh, T, you're done. You're done. Did you, uh, you're done. Yeah, I'm basically done. I just wanted to say I've been watching Clone Wars as well. Been banging out Clone Wars. Mm. And I would definitely, anyone that hasn't seen it, I would definitely recommend watching it because it adds so much to the enjoyment of other shows like I'm, I'm only about halfway through season three now mm. and already i've seen things about mandalore that have kind of added to my appreciation of the mandalorian mm. um i've mm. seen the introduction i think it was uh in se- in the beginning of season three we finally get the introduction of echo who obviously is in bad batch uh and another one another clone trooper called fives um, who I've just seen have kind of been promoted to, is it the ARC or something like that? There's like a top... Yeah, he's an, it's an ARC, ARC trooper. ARC, yeah, so, ARC trooper, yeah. Yeah, so so the reason for the ARC trooper stay is, I know, I know we're going on about T stuff, but just to um, hmm. tell you briefly, so <clears throat> right beginning of the creation of the clones, there were clones called ARC, ARC trooper clones. Um, hmm. They're the ones that displayed independence from... Um, Based on the mission and complete missions, um, in a way that wasn't as direct as the clones do today. So okay. If a clone, so if a clone now is being promoted to Arc Trooper, for example, Rex is one that also gets promoted to Arc Trooper. Um, mm. They tend to do things a bit. They, 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 they tend to complete the missions in a roundabout way sometimes that might not mm. be too direct. Yeah, um, okay. which means that they're more specialist as, as maybe specialist combatants. Um, better um, commanders, that sort of thing. So that's what Arc Troopers yeah. are. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And I, I just appreciated seeing Echo come into it because I always thought, like, going into Bad Batch, I assumed that Echo was just there, like, him and Rex were boys from day, but they weren't. Like, Rex was doing his thing, and then Echo mm -hmm. came up in the ranks. So it was nice to see that. And and I've been told to look out for this guy, Fives. So he's about now. Can't yep. wait to see what goes down with him. Um, Cut and Sue, you know, the, the, the deserter clone? cut mm -hmm. i saw the episode with him and rex meeting them and how all that went down so again in the bad batch when they go and see cut and sue and they talk about rex had shown up after order 66 and so i've seen now where that kind of um relationship kind of started and why rex kind of has respect for him even though he is a deserter so it was nice seeing that and uh oh, one more thing i was going to say what was i just going to say I forgot. Um, but no, yeah, Clone Wars, man. I definitely recommend watching it. Um, I just can't wait to see Order 66 go down in this show, man. I, oh, that's what I was going to say as well. Bad Batch are Clone Force 99. Um, mm -hmm. And in a previous episode that I just watched recently, there was a clone called 99 who was a defective clone. Like, he was so fucked up that they didn't even use him as a soldier. He was like, He'd like, he was like the water boy, basically. Do you know what I mean? He would like prepare their shit and he was in charge of the armory and stuff like that. Um, so again, it was, it was cool to see clone 99, who was, I think maybe the original defective clone mm. and then how it developed into clone force 99, where they took those defects in the clones and kind of, made use them and make them work to create ones that had specific like power sets so again anyone who hasn't seen clone wars but is a star wars fan watch it because it adds so much to the enjoyment of of the series even revenge of the sith like it's making me appreciate obi-wan and anakin's relationship more because it it wasn't done it was done okay in the movies but this just adds so much to it do you know what i mean and um, this version of Anakin, I think, is so much better than Hayden Christensen's portrayal of Anakin. Nothing against him. But I just think, I don't know, this, this, the show has done it better, if that makes sense. So to see this Anakin transform into Darth Vader, I think is going to have more of an impact than it did in the movies. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done. Sorry. I don't know I went on for All right, Martin. Yeah. So my week has been pretty chill. Um I already watched um a handful of uh anime. Um obviously I'm still reading my manga stuff. Um but I watched Cestus the Roman Fighter, um to your eternity. That's the one where the space rock uh comes to Earth. Um this episode was actually a really touching one. Um because in each episode you you sort of see the rock um, become more self-aware um, of the surroundings and of itself. So, um, yeah, this episode is a really touching one. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, put out any spoilers, but um, definitely check it out if you haven't already. Um, speaking of which, Dana, have you considered to do to watch To Your Eternity, or are you sort of doing your backlog of uh, anime and TV series? I haven't watched anything in time, you know, so I, I sort of get through my backlog, man. Um, I think it's on my list, so I'll get to it at some point. Okay. Um, full dive even crappier than real life. Um, episode six. 
Um, Egale's a good one. Um, Godzilla's Singular Point, um, Episode 7. Hanato Summer Dim Lord, Episode 6. Uh, Shaman King, Episode 7. <clears throat> this one, um, with Shaman King, Episode 7. This one's about... Um, so this is taking place during the um, preliminary stages of the Shaman King tournament. And we see um, Faustus um, come into the picture. This is, this is Faust, Faustus versus, or Faust versus um, Yo. Um, I think this retelling of the anime that we saw like years back is actually better. It does it does well to. Um, I don't know if it's because maybe it's the, it's the because it's Japanese. Um, you know, you, you sort of feel the emotions more. Mm. Whereas in the English one, from what I remember, um, they made Faustus to be so madly in love with um, Eliza, his. Uh, well, his fiance who passed away, he turned her into a into a into a spirit, uh, into his guardian yeah. spirit. Um, it felt a bit, I don't know, melancholy at times. But in this one, it shows that actually he's deeply um, um, in mourning of her being uh, her passing away, and you know he still wants to bring his his goals are the same. But I think it's just done better in this version. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know if people are waiting. To for the episodes to build up and to watch in one go, um, yep, go ahead and do that. But it's, again, it's a very, very good episode. Um, and lastly, uh, Summer Spider still watch episode eighteen. Um, I did try to watch. I think I, I think I saw a few other things um, here and there for this week, but I can't remember what's the top of my head. But yeah, that's pretty much been my week. Fez, all right. The last thing I want to talk about in my week is um, Solar Opposite is going just as strong as ever with the season. Um, like, it's probably sitting at three piece. I think the first season, I'll give him maybe a core chicken, half chicken out of push. But I'm really enjoying the season and um, I would highly recommend the season. Like, I wish they took the time and quality with season one as they have done, it seems, with this one. Because um, this is just, like, a much better show than season one. Am I the only one thinking that? or? Mm. No, I don't think I'm thinking that. Um... I like I like this episode as well. Um, yeah, I don't mean I'm, I mean I'm I, I'm in agreement with you. I've got a fail to add. Yeah, this season is just much better in it. Um, Bad Batch episode three. Um, this episode felt a little bit slow. I can't really I can't even really remember too tough what happened. Yeah, uh, I want to pass. Cool, over, I watched it. I, I want to pass over to mine. Mine, talk about this episode. Um, so I thought this episode. I think the whole series, by the way, is going in a good direction. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, we're seeing the beginning stages of the clone troopers being replaced, which is um, what um, um, Admiral Tarkin, or um, oh, if I can remember his actual title. Um, but yes, um, we see Tarkin um, introduced to us um, his sort of uh, elite soldiers um, for Crosshair to uh, command. Oh, um, yeah, that's... I think, it's, to... I think it's Commander Tarkin uh, right it's now. Commander, it's yeah, yeah, but I, I know he gets another uh, promotion or something like that uh, that we see yeah. in um, episode five or episode six, episode five. Um, yeah, so um, so um, yeah, so Crosshair leads this um, army or this I guess small squadron to go to uh, Saw Guerrero's hideout, um, and along the way, um, while they become insubordinate and. Because of Crosshair's uh, brainwashing, um, 
he just completes the mission at all costs. So we see, uh, um, well, we see what what unfolds basically. Um, I want to add that the Five of Us play a particular role in several missions in the early stages of the Empire, um, which we may see throughout the series. This is just uh, in hindsight of the of you know of the current uh, series. Um, there's so much story in it. Um, I've already said several times about um, the Battle of um, uh, of Camino, um, and also the Five of First, like um, like I've just said, they they play major roles in uh, in several key key parts of the Empire. So I'm hoping this is what's shown um, shown to us because it's just awesome to see. Um, also, we could potentially see the Salt of Kashyyyk, um, the Wookiee homeworld, um, because we see. Um, Saw Guerrero trying to free the Wookiees, um, aided by Cal Kestis in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Because it's Disney canon, I'm sure that the Bad Batch will also somehow um, be involved in events like that. Because again, they've already met Saw Guerrero. Um, um, also, as a side note, in the Force Unleashed game, um, we see Darth Vader battle with Gallimarek's father. Gallimarek is also is the main character in Star Wars Force Unleashed, um, also known as Star Killer. Um, so yeah, this, this this is sort of like, I think a very exciting uh, point around uh, the Bad Batch, and I'm just hoping that all right, even if we hear, even if we just hear events about it, um, I'm expecting the Bad Batch to sort of still go about seeing the transitions of clone troopers into um regular human beings um and seeing sort of them getting sidelined um with you know missions mission 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 after mission, after mission and you know impossible mission um goals or whatnot you just see the clones become more obsolete um mm. leading down to the battle of um of camino so yeah i just typed in um um like bad batch talking and the first thing that came up was Bad Batch talking thighs. Oh, what? <laughs> Why has he got like juicy thighs in this? Or something? It's like there's people on the on internet going on about his thighs because he, he's kind of got these kind of like they look like, a little bit like um oh like Nazi kind of like um trousers you know those jodhpur type yeah. trousers type things. It's sort of like um army uniform, but they they go out at this uh, like. Your thighs are massive. Yeah. Yeah. Because Star Wars is taken off from, um, it does borrow elements from world events, and one of them being Nazis. Like, if you look at the way the Empire's, um, um, the Empire's literally a reflection of Nazi Germany. Mm. Um, yeah, which is why the dress sense is also similar. Mm. That's what's yeah. weird. That's what's weird about watching Clone Wars, yeah, is that seeing, like, what will become the empire but they're the good mm. guys right now if that makes sense like they're not because obviously chancellor palpatine is the worst guy in star wars but just seeing like even just seeing the clones like they their outfits are so similar to stormtroopers that seeing them as the good guys is kind of weird mm. i think that's one of the things i had to get over going into the show as well was accepting them as the good guys yeah yeah. Who's um who's dudes who introduces um the kind of like the the non clone stormtroopers like in into it? There's a, there's a kind of like a some new commander or some new sucker turned up. Yeah, <laughs> he, he seems to be like uh, he's championing the the the, the use yeah, yeah, yeah. He's of non clones. He's, he? he's some next ass licker. Yeah. <laughs> 
Is he like yeah. a, is it, is this an Easter egg? Is it sort of um someone who's appeared in in stuff before? Or is this a brand new character? So with that character, I actually can't remember him from anything. Um, so I can't say if he's if he's a new character to the series or to the Star Wars universe, or um, he's just someone who's always been in the background. Uh, but mm. but that character himself is a good way of how the clones would be replaced. In that, as in, as you can see, that he's he's sort of the one who kickstarts the clones be replaced um, under Tarkin. Mm. Yeah, I like I like the introduction of the stormtroopers as well, especially because they they had the the black uniforms, isn't it? Aren't yeah, they? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, isn't that um, death death troopers? Um, yeah, the black one, the black uniformed ones were were death death troopers, aren't they? Yeah, they were. But so I don't know if right now they're being called death troopers because obviously it's it's still early. Yeah, days, so it's still early. Yeah, it. but it's good that we still saw the. I guess this would be sort of like the Phase One Empire armor, because um, mm. that already what? looks different from the um, the clone trooper. The armor. clone ones, yeah, it does. It does look a bit more like the stormtrooper, the traditional stormtrooper yeah. ones. What yeah. I liked as well is that. Um, uh, oh, by the way, I, I did cut out for a bit, but so I just assume we're talking about Bad Batch right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah we are. Okay, yeah. good, 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 cool. Um, see, I should have not said something and just slide slid back in, and no one would have known. <laughs> no. Um, no. We, we, we noticed you left anyway. Um, um, yeah, now what I like is that about Bad Batch is that it sh- it's kind of showing, even though the Empire we know them to be the bad guys, it's showing some of the good that they do, if that makes sense. Like with the stormtroopers, this this first squad of stormtroopers. One of them's like, oh, they, they've given me like a job and a home and provided for my family and that stuff that the, yep. um, what what's the other one called? The... the Republic. The Republics. That's something that the Republic never did for them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, they, it's, I like when you have this gray area when it's not just like, these are the goodies, these are the baddies. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like yeah. that. And especially having these stormtroopers turn up initially like you kind of get the feeling like okay these are the these these are the real dickheads now do you know what i mean like with the clones they were good in a sense like in terms of they were fighting the good side of the war but it was the inhibitor chips that's made them go bad yeah whereas these stormtroopers they're just people that are just like working for the bad guy but then to see even when they got sent to um was it Saw Guerrero's people, the the yeah. rebels or the resistance or whatever they'll be known as. Um I was expecting them to just go in like and just kill them or whatever. But even they, like just like the Bad Batch did when they was like, nah, this is wrong, we can't mm. do this. Mm. Even the stormtroopers were like, nah, like we can't really get down with this, like and and kind of went against it. Um but crosshair, crosshair, boy, this guy's fucking ruthless, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much, man. I love it. But um... oh, I've got, I've got some Easter eggs, which, um, which is quite cool actually. So in this episode, they talk about um, uh, the war, man- war mantle is, um, is, is a project that they've got to to replace. I don't know if they, if they actually mentioned this in the episode, but war mantle is a project to replace clones with human soldiers, and they actually mentioned that. Um, in Rogue One, um, when they're looking through Imperial records, um, 
for the what was it the plan for the Death Star? Um, yeah. Um, which I thought that's quite nice. I, I love the I I love it when they actually tie in other content into into these series because like you were saying it there's not it didn't feel like a huge amount happened in this they they introduced the sort of like this the the non-clones and we got to see a bit more about um oh what's the little girl called um omega omega and and like that um that creature that she she kind of managed to outwit that moon Um, dragon or whatever it's called moon yeah. dragon yeah it's it's got a name um starts with an m doesn't it um can't remember what it is anyway but apparently they appear in like one of the old movies like i think like the empire strikes back or something um it's a my knock my knock um, and uh, apparently it's in the empire strikes back so it's a it's a little like nod to something that's happened in the past like they they're pulling more sort of like Star Wars history into or like universe into these into these episodes. And they could have just used whatever the fuck they like. They could have used any any creature, couldn't they? But it's nice yeah. to see them actually doing their homework. And that's I think that's why it feels like these episodes are are good because you're actually there's a lot of thought that's been put into them. And yeah, they're really that's... fucking pretty, aren't they? They're stuck mm-hmm. pretty. That's that's one thing that I think Dave Filoni and um uh, whatever the other guy's name is who made The Mandalorian. Um, that's why I think they've done really well with these shows is that Star Wars as a fan base has been very divided for a long time. You've got the, the original trilogy fans, then you've got the prequel trilogy fans who was like the younger generation, and the, the OG fans hated the prequels. And then, like, the prequel fans see the original trilogy as, like, old movies. And then you've got the sequel trilogies who fucking just, po- like, divided everyone. Like, the fan base, the Star Wars fan base has never been united. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And since Mandalorian and now Bad Batch, I feel like they are really bringing together all generations of Star Wars, especially Mandalorian. Like, you had robots and characters and locations turning up from from all three trilogies do you know what i mean like from the prequel era the original trilogy era and and from the um uh sequel trilogy era like like with the mandalorian you had certain robots from the prequels you had obviously luke skywalker from the original trilogy and other things and then it even seems to be setting up um stuff with with um uh, oh, what's it called? Like things that will happen in the sequel trilogy. Mandalorian seems to be setting him up. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think I think they've done really well in in bringing the whole Star Wars fan base together and kind of uniting all three trilogies in a way that I don't think has really been done before. Like they've all kind of stood alone as their own trilogies, whereas these shows have kind of filled in the gaps and and. Do you know what I mean, and and really connected them all. And that's why that's why you need um, in such an expansive universe. You do need the movies to get people watched it. Go okay, episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Cool, they're good. But in between, because there's such a gap in between them, right? You do need to have a bridge that connects them all together. Right, mm. be it Mandalorian, Bad Batch, Clone Wars, um, just to also 
explain the subtext because I mean when you when you originally watch Star Wars, right? You, you already have this concept of the universe. So you think, okay, this is this is um all right, so this event led to this event, which led to this event, which led to this event. Um, and these people did, or these people either turned to the dark side, turned to the light side, did X, Y, Z for whatever reason. Okay, but the bridge, um, the bridge aspect of it actually goes into data where it tells you, okay, this event is this is what actually happened behind the scenes. Of this event, which led to these decisions that you see in the Star Wars movies, um, which then led to this event, which you see in another um, series, um, which is what set up. X for it to go to Y and then Z. So all of that is is very good. It's very very well done. Um, so I know Nana had uh, had an issue with continuity. I mean, obviously because it gets really expensive and things like that. Um, there are times where you know things might have to be retconned, as we saw in episode one of the Bad Batch with the uh, with um, um, Kane and uh, Jazz or Caleb Doom at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, how he experience the clone wars right so it's a, it's a small retcon it doesn't change too much about the character or anything like that um but overall you can see people's motivations and again the driving forces behind um behind uh events which lead on to bigger events that we see in the movies yeah not fair cool um anything else anyone want to say on the bad batch otherwise i'm gonna move on to the news yeah just real quick so with the um so T, where you spoke about the, you know, I guess the new squad or the new inverted commas stormtroopers, right? Um, mm. So what the Empire actually did was that when it came to again, it was pretty much, I guess, racist. You can say racist, yeah, racist mm. against um, against non-human um, uh, species. So if you look at the whole makeup of the of the Empire, right? You only ever see humans there, and a handful, only a handful of aliens, um, and the aliens, aliens, you know, behind the scenes and whatnot. So, um, mm. uh, I can't remember the name. This character's name escapes me, but his skin is blue and he's got red eyes. Um, his name will pop on my head eventually. It might not be this recording. Uh, is it Thrawn? Thrawn. Uh, yes, the Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. Yeah. So he actually experienced a lot of racism during um, being in the um, academy and whatnot, right? And he mm. actually had to work his ass off to get to where he was. Um, and he's also instrumental in the creation of... Um, let's see, Star Wars, is that? Yeah, he's also instrumental in the creation of um, of the new type of um, um, TIE fighters that we see in the sequels. Um, okay. So that was all That was all Animal Thrawn. Um, and so, sorry, just quickly. Am I, am I right? Um, Admiral Thrawn is in Rebels, right? Yes, he is. Because I know, I know he's in like books and stuff like that. But in terms of what's mm-hmm. what's canon, it, it it it's rebels, isn't it? Yes, he's in rebels. Yeah, it's canon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. Clone Wars, Clone Wars was the only thing to to remain canon after Disney took over, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Go on. Yeah. So, um, wait. We spoke about the um about the um, Imperial troops, you know, the, like the one, one that, I guess, the Empire, well, that squad, right? One of the characters said that actually the um, Empire has has treated me much, much better than the Republic and stuff like that, right? That's where you have to understand the politics and everything that was happening in, um, that we saw in um, episode two, Attack of the Clones. Like, you know, when, you know, you had all these various um, representatives of planets and races mm. um, 
saying that okay we need water we need this that and the other what's what's the war effort doing like that you'll see a lot of that in the clone war series as well mm. um you'll see that actually because the republic wasn't united um there were a lot of planets that had their own issues to deal with and stuff like that and some even defected to uh to the um separatist sides and whatnot so you see a lot of that happening mm. um so when it comes to swords themselves, yes, the clones, uh, sorry, the Empire would treat um, soldiers better because at the end of the day, what the Empire didn't want to happen was to have small pockets of resistance uh, popping up everywhere. So enlist as many people as you can into it, right? Again, obviously very, very, very biased towards um, uh, towards humans, but enlist as many people as you can into it, right? Um, create a large army and then literally suppress everyone else around you, and that's literally what they did. Mm. Um, which I'm, which I'm sure we'll see um, in the Bad Batch, um, and we will see remnants of that in the in the Mandalorian. But yeah, that's how that was mm. it. I thought I'd just touch up on that. No, that's a good point. That's true because again, like like you said, they they are basically the space Nazis. Do you know what I mean? The Empire yeah. are the Nazis of space. So that would be like a Nazi, a German Nazi saying, well. The Nazis have treated me right, like they've given me a house, and uh, it's like, okay, that's cool, but look at what they're doing to everyone else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's a good point. Space Nazis yeah. and space right. wizards. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What, a, what a fucking franchise, mate. Star Wars. <laughs> Very well. The space He's Nazis awesome. versus the space wizards. Bring it on. Exactly. All right, Anna, you moving us on? Uh, what happened there? Oh, I don't. I don't know. My tablet's doing a madness. Oh my gosh! So I saw that. I saw that in a second. Um, sorry, the sounds are doing some madness as well. Uh, all right, where are we? News. All right, just gonna get through this news fairly quickly so we can get to some of the main stuff we want to talk about. Um, first bit of news we have is Avatar sequels get release dates. We got the Avatar two's coming second December. Um, second December. No, sorry. Avatar sorry. release date. The second one's coming at December 16th, 2022. The third yeah. one's coming at December 20th, 2024. The fourth one's coming out in December 18th, 2026. And the fifth and final one is coming out in December 2020. December 22nd, 2028. Um, Not to be confused with the last airbender. This is Avatar James. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I was, I really like, I really enjoyed the first one. And I'm a bit like, obviously, I don't, I don't know if the word, the right word is revisionist history, yeah. But like, when that first movie came out, I remember everyone enjoying it. And then now everyone like shits on it. And it's just like, oh, I don't really give a damn. It's, it's a bit like Sword Art Online. Like when Sword Art Online came out, yeah. Oh, everyone let's is, not ev- get onto this. Everyone is anime, everyone, Yeah, because it's like, trust me, it, it irks me being an anime community. Because when Sword Art Online was running, yeah, everyone was Gay for Sword Art Online. I'll tell you now, yeah. Everyone was like, this is the best shit since sliced bread. Now that like <laughs> other cooler anime has come out, yeah, and like some small section of, of the community has been like, oh well, you're you, you suck if you like Sword Art Online. Everyone just shits on it. And I'm just like, like, where did this hate come from? It's like it's the it's one of those it's one of those what gone. I get no, I I get you, I get it completely because <clears throat> for me, I like the Avatar um movie, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I wasn't raging about it because it did borrow a lot of elements from things that we've seen like Pocahontas, Ferngully, you name it. Oh, right? yeah, but that's so, what, with a lot of stuff but, that you but, see but on the movie. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But the movie itself was good. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the special effects and stuff like that as well. Um, I feel it was a very well done movie. Um, and even a concept, I, I mean, I enjoyed the concept and like that. Um, yes, it's it's somewhat sort of integrated to alien society and whatnot, but yeah, I mean, still, it was just how they did it and everything like that. It was it was pretty fresh in that aspect to me. Mm. Um, I feel like the initial... Comes... Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, I was going to say quickly, when it comes to Sword Art Online, <clears throat> no one can tell me that Sword Art Online was shit when it first came up because <laughs> it was great, right? <clears throat> I think, <clears throat> with Sword Art Online, I think where people's love for it fall is when it's, it's other, other sequels. And I'm talking Gun Girl, for example, onwards. Yeah, um, yeah. If you if you want to Gun Girl revisited if people want if if people want to cast it for Gun Girl, yeah, cool. But those first two seasons, yeah, yeah even that fairy well, season well, that <coughs> even that fairy season that people try shit on, yeah, that was solid. Like those two were good. Those two were good. End of. <laughs> this this this, this is mean? this is when like unless you're like one of those like hard you you know back in the nineties. Yeah, you were one of those like you were one of those <laughs> back black... in my day. Yeah, back in my day, unless you're one of those black boys that only literally <laughs> just generally only listen to like rap. Yeah, you can't tell me back when you were little. Yeah, you weren't bumping to the Spice Girls. Like, and that's that's how I feel. These people are. They're just like, oh no, I can't be of of this demographic and be like, I listen, to, I listen and enjoy to the Spice Girls when I was younger because it's now not cool. But you know, don't like I said, I, I hate when people try to pretend. Yeah. That they didn't enjoy this shit when they were younger and when it first came out because that's atrocious and I I I will not have it I will not stand for it. Um, I didn't realize there was that much hate for the first season. Listen, I, I, if it, again, like I'm in a, a quite a few different Facebook communities, I'm on Twitter, and people are regularly shitting on Sword Art Online, and it's something that I was like, where's this come from? Because again, I think I watched Sword Art, I think Sword Art Online came out around what maybe like the 2010 period of time because i feel like i was in uni when it came out and i'll tell you yeah even though i wasn't big in the community like i'm in now yeah everyone was watching it and everyone was enjoying it like there was no oh saw that light is not a good anime do you know what i mean how dare they exactly cool. all right cool anyway <laughs> i went off on a tangent but um, you know what just a couple to uh, like jump on the back of that i i i really fucking loved the um avatar movie which everyone shits on um and I saw that like in the cinema, like loads of times, um, which is quite impressive for me because I, I tend to go to the cinema once and then that's about it. But this was like the first movie I'd ever seen that was like proper 3D, where I actually felt like the 3D experience was just really, it was really immersive. And they, he really pulled one out of the bag with making a spectacle. Yeah. And yes, it totally like. It was a total like um, take on on Pocahontas, but fuck it, it's a great story, yeah. and <laughs> why not? If, if that works, if the, we the can most have... impressive thing was for me was just flying through like floating mountains. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, fucking hell, that was amazing. And they is... were going up in their in their in the like hover jet things. Oh, obviously, and all their equipment. Was obviously, I don't know ape oh, shit. Sorry. Obviously, I don't know how much the similarities are, are linked in it, but it's like people shooting on The Lion King because it has um, a lot of similarities with Kimba the White Lion. Like, and and that's what I don't get. Do you know what I mean? Like, why do certain things get judged? Again, it, it's just for me, for my memory and my recollection, yeah, I don't feel like these things were um, 
as hated as everyone's making it out to be. Like, I think it's just now, because it's cool to hate on these things, everyone's just jumping on the bandwagon. I don't feel like anyone really hated Avatar, but I feel like it was never considered, like, great for for the story. It was like, like Stevie said, it was a spectacle. And it was the first of these of these modern style 3D movies that we get. I think James Cameron himself kind of pioneered, um, like, was involved in inventing this new camera to, do you know I mean, to record 3D in a new way. Mm. And the CGI was obviously really good and, and, and stuff like that. The story was, like, like we've all said, borrowed a lot from other things. And um, it, it was, I think it was more the spectacle of seeing it in the cinema, seeing this new type of 3D. And since then, 3D has become kind of commonplace. Mm. Like you have movies that are 3D now that don't need to be 3D. Like they just release a 3D version to get more money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, so, or they um, release like a 3D movie with like specific shots and scenes in it that just cater for like yeah. 3D environment where like something is dead. We've got to make sure something comes out of the screen. Yeah. And like some, some, some movies it does help though. Like, Tron Legacy, I saw that in 3D and cinema. And that actually added to the experience because not only did you have like like stuff coming out at you, but it, it, the depth that you got from it, do you know what I mean? Like it actually looks like, especially the moment when he gets sucked into the digital world, mm. it kind of like the, the, the depth of the, of the screen kind of goes deep. And it, it, like it was really good, do you know what I mean? But that's my point. I think the spectacle of 3D itself has kind of worn off already. And that was a big part of what was making Avatar special. Yeah. So is, isn't that have... what um, he wanted, why he delayed like releasing any new movies? Because he, he, James Cameron was saying that there was nothing he wanted to kind of have some new spectacle or something. It needed to be groundbreaking when he did the next movie. Yeah. I mean, he, he, if you look at the top movies, like Titanic and Avatar are both his, isn't it? And they're both up there. And both of them kind of advanced cinema in a big way. Like Titanic took visuals, like you wouldn't even realize how much CGI is in Titanic. Do you know what I mean? Until, I mean, watching it back now, you can kind of see it's a bit dated. Like it's not as, uh, as great as what it could have been, but for the time, it was amazing, do you know what I mean? And again, the story of like the rich guy, no, the rich woman and the, the poor guy and this love story going on. Like it's nothing new. Do you know what I mean? Like he's not really mm. a storyteller, but he is a spectacle guy. Do you know what I mean? Like he can create spectacle. He's a spectacle maker. He's a he spectacle maker. Glasses. He ma- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, you, you know what I mean? Like he he um he creates spectacle. Like his his movies are always epic, and and you get the sense of how grand it is and epic. But I think I think too much time has passed for him to make these sequels now, and they are spread out. Like I think they're due off to come out every two years, mm-hmm. but he's filming all of the sequels at the same time. Yeah. yeah um. Well. So in doing that, I mean, like. Times change quickly, especially in modern times. <laughs> times change quickly. 
So he might put something in there that might not be acceptable or mm. might seem dated by yeah. 2028. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So I don't know how this is going to turn out. Me personally, I was never the biggest fan of Avatar. I thought it was okay. I thought the 3D was good. But again, I wear spectacles. So it's always difficult for me to watch a 3D movie because mm. unless they've yeah, got... Unless they've, over your glasses on I've got to wear oh. glasses on top of glasses. Like, <laughs> unless, I, unless they have those little adapter things that you can put on your glasses, yeah. I'm, I'm doubled up on my glasses and I feel weird and, like, it, it doesn't work right because, I don't know, it's, some parts seem blurry because of the glasses on glasses. It doesn't work the way it was meant to. Unless I wear contact lenses and then go and, and watch it yeah, it, it just doesn't by, by the time yeah. you get to the end of the movie your eyes are bleeding because you haven't blinked once yeah exactly <laughs> isn't it? it's, 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 it's mad man but I don't know I, they, they're coming like James Cameron I don't know what more there is to do with this franchise though like and, and to to get is it four more we're getting or are we going to have five by the end yeah, of five, five Avatar movies what more is there to do like you you heard my reaction to Pocahontas getting a fucking sequel, <laughs> let alone if they gave it five more. Like, fucking hell. Like, what more is there to do? This is coming from the guy who's seen Star Wars as watching <laughs> The Bad Batch and The Clone <laughs> Wars and The Mandalorian. I mean, how much more can get out of Star Wars? Well, yeah, really but I mean, like... <laughs> yeah, good okay, stuff out of, out of a franchise. But Star Wars has, like, an expansive universe. Like, there's so much to draw yeah. on. Whereas Avatar, yeah. you've got the blue people, you've got the humans, and that's it. Like, well, and it's about the war between them. Yeah, and, and I heard the humans are bringing reinforcements, and it's going to be the first. The first sequel supposedly is going to feature like the water tribe of the Avatar aliens. Mm. That's why. That's, yeah, that's, I did that's hear that. I, I heard. Anyway, too much Avatar. Let's move on. I'm gonna get. Anyway, I'm gonna fly through this quite on. quickly. Uh, Friends of Reunion is coming on May 27th on HBO Max. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Again, uh, it's featuring a whole bunch of co uh, co stars. It's featuring a whole bunch of stars. I'm just gonna rattle through them real quickly. Um, so guest starring David Beckham, Justin Bieber, BTS, James Corden, Cindy Crawford, Cara Delvinia, Lady Gaga, Elliot Gold. Larry Hankin, Kit Harrington, Mindy Kaling, Thomas Lennon, Christina Pickles, <laughs> uh, Thomas, huh. Tom Selleck, James <laughs> Michael Taylor, Maggie Wheeler, Reese Witherspoon, and Malala Yousafzai. I'm sorry if I butchered your name, Yousafzai. Anyway, see, some uh, of those interest me. Yeah, like some of them, like Kit Harrington, obviously, and and other ones like that. Reese Witherspoon. She was in Friends, wasn't she? Wasn't she Rachel's sister? Yeah. So she's obviously returning for that. But other people are like, fucking Justin Bieber can fuck off. Like, <laughs> we don't need him. Well, that's like, to get the millen mill millennials involved, isn't it? To suck them into watch off. this. Millennials don't the like whole, Friends whole, anyway. This isn't friends, for the them. The whole Friends can fuck off. No, no, no. no. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 whoa, whoa. Pause, 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 pause. Hey, my friend, I'll kick you off this podcast. I'll kick you off this podcast, man. Hey, Friends is amazing, man. Fuck you. Oh, Friends is one of the best shows ever, Listen, I've seen every single... I was forced to watch every single episode, every single season, yeah? And it's not that good. It's overhyped. Friends is amazing. every single episode and season on DVD. 
not legit. Like, man made my own DVDs out here. I swear, I, I swear, no, no, I swear you borrowed them. I nope. gave them to you as well. I yeah. got, I've got my own box set. I didn't watch you Friends. Till, I didn't watch Friends till university. Uh, I think it was when it first came on Netflix, and I'd heard of the show, but I'd never actually watched it. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd never watched Friends till like literally what my early twenties. Wow. And then I was watching. I was like, this show is amazing. Like, yeah. yeah, I love Friends, man. Anyway, um, love anyway this this God. reunion, though, yeah, mm. is it going to be an episode or is it going to be like the Fresh Prince reunion? Because that annoyed me because I thought we were getting a new episode. I See, I don't I don't think so. I hope not. I really hope it's not the same as the Fresh Prince one because I ain't going to lie. I'm not even actually, I don't think I've even gone and watched the whole, that whole Fresh Prince when I saw it was like a, basically a documentary. Like, I was like, yeah. mm, I'm going to give that a miss. <clears throat> and it's H- it was HBO Max as well who was yeah. doing this Friends one now so it's, that's what's making me think it's just going to be them sitting there talking about shit nah I hope not but well, then you've what's got Justin these... Bieber going to yeah, do you, you've got all these was guests... he going to come on and say I liked Friends uh, well, it's, what, fuck the re- off Justin Bieber Friends the reunion guest starring I, so I don't know it has to be an episode yeah. surely but give me like a two hour Friends episode yeah just give us a movie. Pretty much. All right, let me be quick. Love, Death and Robots Volume 3 is coming out in 2022. We're going to talk about that a lot more uh, further on. Uh, Space Jam 2, Don Cheeto confirms Michael, jo- B- uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael Jordan is in the movie, but not in the way you would expect it. Now, who, wh- what do you think this means? Basically, they're not going to make a, a reference to the first Space Jam or anything like that, as in Arthur Space Jam. Mm. Um, mm. I think it's just gonna be him, um, cameo appearance. If it, it maybe cameo appearance, maybe him as a, as a basketball coach or something like that. But mm. no recollection of you know the first movie, the first Space Jam movie. That's what I think. Yeah, first T. I I think, and I just literally just thought of it now. Mm. But you see, the first Space Jam, yeah, mm-hmm. was you had the real world, then you had the Looney Tunes world. That was it, and it like the yeah. Looney Tunes world existed inside like the core of the earth or something weird like that yeah mm. now in this one they're it's like, different because yeah. they're like they're, they're like there exists all these different worlds based on different franchises and different things like that do you know what i mean mm. so you've even got like multiple like you know how they have the crowd shots you had multiple different versions of the joker mm. based on the different movies so there are worlds based on Warner Brothers movies. Mm-hmm. So could Michael Jordan turn up? Like, could Space Jam, the first Space Jam movie, yeah. it didn't actually happen in the canon of this world. That was a movie. Do you know what I mean? So it's his own like, world. The Looney Tunes made a movie with Michael Jordan called Space Jam, and that was just a movie. So maybe he turns up as part of one of those worlds. Do you know what I mean? Mm as like a character from that world, but it's not the real Michael Jordan. Fez. All right. Uh, Do you get Stevie, what you're trying to say? Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Stevie, quick thoughts. Do you, know what, Do you know what I think would have been better as well? Just quickly, yeah? Don't you think it would have been better? I know they got LeBron, yeah? Mm. And that, that's cool or whatever, because he's like the modern Michael Jordan. He's the big basketball player. But wouldn't it have been nice to actually have a sequel to the original Space Jam that continues yeah, I, the, I, yeah. the continuity? And do you know what I think would have been funnier? is if rather than have LeBron or another basketball player, let Michael B. Jordan have been in it and let the Looney Tunes think that they're getting Michael Jordan back. 
but in fact they accidentally got Michael B. Jordan and it's not who they thought oh, it was. Could you imagine? Yeah, that would have been that, so yeah, jokes, that would have been better. I right. should make movies. <clears throat> You're not serious. Uh, Master <laughs> of the Universe uh, is getting a, a, a like a soft reboot. What? Yes, yeah, a reboot. Um, July 23rd. There's going to be 10 episodes. It's coming out in two parts. This will be on Netflix. Um, saw some images of what the reboot's going to look like. Uh, the animation looked pretty crisp. Um, mm. it, lo- it looks like something interesting. Mark Hamill as Skeletor. Mm, should be good. Um, oh, yeah. Mark Hamill as Skeletor. I think they've learned their lesson as well from um, Thundercats and She-Ra that we don't want these shows to look like fucking Steven Universe or fucking yeah tea cut tea cut out so anyway hello yeah he's just like do you know think we don't want it to look like fucking we don't want it to look like fucking well i don't know yeah. skeletor and he-man can get down i don't know so, have you no, guys I seen don't... the um the the, the angry was it the skeletor like twitter page no <laughs> i think it's angry skeletor or something and it he's Basically, some guy has created a Twitter page where he just fucking rants about He-Man every day. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like, and he just posts like pictures of He-Man looking, um, sort of like, I don't know, just just awkward pictures of He-Man with some really like offensive kind of <laughs> suggestive comments. And he's, yeah, it's definitely mm. if you if you like a bit of that, it's uh, it's a good Twitter feed to follow. That's nice. jokes. All right, this is us to end of season six. Uh, Knives Out 2 has added Dave Batista and Catherine Hahn, uh, who obviously oh, nice. is in WandaVision. Um, mm. Oh, is there no comic book news? No, there's no comic book news. No I comic had, book news. Um, I, have, I have Mark Miller stuff, but I was just going to talk about that when we talk about um, Jupiter's Legacy. All right, calm. Oh, yeah, I forgot that we didn't talk about, get to talk about that last week. Oh, my days. Mm. All right, cool. <laughs> cool. Let's get to anime news. Anime manga. Crunchyroll will be adding episodes uh, 326 through to 746 of the One Piece anime with English subs. Um, Scarlet Nexus by Bandai Namco Entertainment's, Entertainment's game of the same name will be streaming on Funimation from July 1st with English subtitles. History Strongest Disciple Kenichi will be returned to Funimation with all 50 episodes in North America. Also, How a Realist Hero Rebuilds the Kingdom anime will also be showing on the platform. And lastly, Fate Grand Order Final Singularity Grand Temple of Time Solomon, yes that's the entire title, anime will be opening on July 30th. And that is it for the anime and manga news. Kamski. Alright, I want to be real quick with the game. Uh, Dungeons and Dragon Dark Allegiance. Dark Alliance will be available on Game Pass Day 1, which will be June 22nd. Uh, I feel like we've talked about this already, that PlayStation are looking to integrate Discord chat for gamers. Because t- I'm pretty mm. sure I talked about it when we... Because um, I think it was like a week or two later after... Uh, Microsoft um, failed with their bid that this yeah. news came along but um, yeah alright let's keep it moving
right. Uh, I'm going to let Stevie start off with this first trailer. Tomorrow War. Go on, Stevie. Uh, it's not really much to say. It was such a short... It was like a mega teaser trailer. But um, I honestly, I watched it and went, oh, this looks fun. This looks interesting. Looks pretty slick. And it's got Chris Pratt in it. Um, looks like sort of um, aliens going to destroy the earth maybe <laughs> what did you guys think did you, did you think of that i was trying to kind of like 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 pinpoint exactly what i thought it might turn out to be but what, what was your take on it yeah it looks interesting because it does look like an alien invasion kind of thing but there seems to be some kind of i don't know if there's time travel or something yeah the woman was like this is fighting a-, a war 30 years in the future or something yeah like that. Mm-hmm. so is it like is it going to be like edge of tomorrow kind of thing or is it going to be like terminator like have, have they lost the war in and the they've future people back so the they've past. come back to the past mm. to kind of do you know what i mean like a terminator kind of thing yeah but mm-hmm. no i'm intrigued man this is interesting what i thought was funny as well is that the the soundtrack to the trailer was canada's um <laughs> national anthem but kind of like slowed down you know how they slow songs down and make them epic yeah they turned Canada's theme. Uh, I don't know what this film has to do with Canada, but it's got the Canadian national anthem in the background. It's like dun 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 dun. dun. I was so like, well, is that swear that's Canada? That is so <laughs> random. I didn't. I didn't. Didn't clock that. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't notice that either. That's funny, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it looks good, man. Chris Pratt can't really do wrong. Like, well, I don't know. Some of those. Drugs. Mm. Martin, any thoughts on this trailer? Um, no, not nothing particular for me. Um, I think visually it looks quite nice. Mm. Um, but other than that, I have nothing, no input. Fair enough. Uh, Venom, let there be carnage. Um, this trailer looked fun. Um, that uh, Woody Harrelson's hair didn't look as bad as it did at the end of Venom. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Like, I'm not expecting it to be like a masterpiece, or do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not expecting it to be as like deep as like let's say an end game or an affiliate war but like i just be a, a fun a coin with like i didn't hate the first one as much as some people did i thought it was it was it was decent it was fun yeah well uh, one at one at a time anyone uh bonzi i was just gonna I, I was probably one of the people that didn't enjoy it as much like uh I, I I don't know, man. It's it's it was just weird to me. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was just like a any superhero movie, um, and I just thought it's just confusing shit with with the MCU and Spider Man because obviously without having the Spider Man connection as the origin, it yeah kind of takes a bit away from him. Mm. Obviously, they've mm-hmm. changed his origin because he was meant to be in prison and he was meant to be Hench. Do you know what I mean? And and he wants revenge on Peter Parker. The Venom symbiote wants revenge on Spider-Man. And so that's why they came together in how they did. Like, Spider-Man 3, um, the movie Spider-Man 3, had a more um, true-to-the-source material origin story of Venom. But this just... The character and the visuals weren't the same. But this one's got the visuals. Like, he is big and hench, and it looks cool. But it just doesn't have... The backstory, um, but can we rely on that at all? Like, 
we watched the first Venom one, and it's it really didn't have any connection to Spider Man, did it? Yeah, and it, and it, yeah, but that's and it, where it was a great it was a great movie, and <coughs> well, that's well, where I, mean, that's I thought it was a great movie. T's basically saying that didn't work for him, that the fact that there was no connection. Yeah, but not even just that. I mean, just, I, I didn't think the movie itself was that great. Mm. Like, but it was okay. Like, I, I, I'm not saying it was bad, but it, it didn't blow my mind. Like, right. But what I'm saying is with this one now and going forward, Sony are creating their own little universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we've got Morbius coming out soon, and that's meant to be connected to this Venom movie. Mm. Now, Andy Serkis is directing this movie. I don't know if anyone knows that. But he said... Oh, yeah, I know it's cool, isn't it? Like that—that that intrigues me. That does intrigue me. Um, but he said that in this Venom takes place in its own universe. There's no connection to Spider-Man. Like they're unaware of Spider-Man or anything like that. But then Sony, I'm sure, have said that this movie is connected to the Morbius movie that's coming out. And in the Morbius trailer, we see posters of Spider-Man, where saying "Where is Spider-Man?" Um, and not only that. But Vulture turns up in the Morbius trailer, which connects it to the MCU. Mm. So this is all getting too muddled up for me now. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think Sony themselves can make a movie with a high enough quality to exist as part of the MCU. Do you know what I mean? I think the MCU is the is the top of the pedestal. And Sony, like, they just make their movies. Do you know what I mean? Like, go and make your little movies. But... Don't try and make it part of the MCU. I think it's getting too muddled up now. And I feel like they've tried to make it too comedic as well. Like with him making the breakfast and singing songs and doing all this stuff. Like to me, that's not Venom. I mean, Venom's meant to be scary. He's meant to be this big, scary villain. Like I know he has been an anti-hero in the comics and stuff, but Mm -hmm. that's more like Agent Venom stuff. That's not really this Venom do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, this, I don't is, know. this is cuddly Sony Venom, Venom isn't it? Yeah, this is cuddly t- Sony t- Venom. T- Teddy Bear Venom. Yeah, they've yeah. also got references in this trailer to the Daily Bugle, which obviously mm-hmm. we all know Peter Parker worked for. Ravencroft, which is basically like Spider-Man's Arkham Asylum. So mm-hmm. they're, they're putting the Spider-Man references in there, but it just can't have spider-man in it because of what's happening in the mcu right now and it just scares me going forward because sony still own the rights to spider-man movies they're just allowing marvel they've got like a deal with them at the moment but sony can turn around at any minute once that deal's done and say all right safe we're taking tom holland back now we're taking spider-man back like and we're gonna put venom and morbius and all this shit in with him and have our own spider-verse movies and I, I don't want that, man. I'd much rather Spider-Man in the MCU than Spider-Man with all of this shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, to me, the Venom, the quality is not as high as, as the Marvel stuff to me. I don't know. Yeah. I like, right. that, I like that Shriek. Sorry, I like that Shriek was in it. She's, she, like, she kind of teams up with um, Carnage in the comics. She's got, like, mm-hmm. Sonic, like, when she screams, like, Sonic vibration powers or whatever. So it was kind of cool seeing her in the film. Um, yeah. You mean in the trailer? Yeah, that's all I've really in, got to say about uh, Anyone else? All right. Yeah, these people have touched on everything I want to cover, <laughs> yeah. um, including, including you know, the rights to it, the fact that Spider-Man isn't in, uh, or isn't in this movie in any way, shape, or form yet, I guess. Mm. Um, 
Um, but you know, mine's mine's my think is more of you know the future of this franchise because this is going to be a franchise movie, right? So yeah. the first movie we saw, we saw other symbiotes um, coming down to fight, obviously against Venom, uh, trying to take over the world, right? So I'm just wondering if uh, Sony's sort of vision is to introduce King and Black Null. Um, so for people who may not know who Null is, Null is basically the god of symbiotes. Um, there's a whole history, like this is like we're talking ancient history in, in um, the original Earth 616 Marvel, uh, Marvel um, um, universe where the symbiotes are basically from Null. And what happens is that every time a symbiote takes over someone, it leaves an imprint on that person. So eventually, um, um, you can have a symbiote coming down to co- to gather all of them together to then obviously free Null. So I wonder if, if we're going to see something like this, or maybe if not Null, then someone similar to Null um, appears, and uh, we might see that in I don't know Venom in in, in this future Venom movie, perhaps. So mm. that's just, that's that just does. That is an interesting thought because even the title "Let There Be Carnage" kind mm. of has kind of like almost biblical connotations to it, like "Let There Be Light" and stuff like that. So, yeah, it kind of does touch on God's godly stuff. Mm. Also, mm. am I am I wrong though? In in the comics, did they not retcon something or or or? So you know, um, Gore the God Butcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's going to appear in the next Thor movie. Um, mm. he's kind of got like this suit. It's like a black, it's basically a symbiote suit. It's like a black suit yeah. and it can yep. turn into yep. knives and shit. Didn't they retcon that to say that that actually is a symbiote suit? Yeah, they did. They did, they did because they? So, Yeah, because the whole point of symbiotes is that after, so basically what Narwood did was that Narwood was using the symbiotes for, I guess, evil. Hmm. Um after the after Null was overthrown, the symbiotes decided to be peaceful in inverted commas and um, attach themselves to hosts and improve that host's body. Um, mm. But later on, they again became corrupted and stuff like that because it's the same thought that once they were someone with evil intentions, they themselves become corrupted. Um, mm. Which is which is again the story, the same, same storyline as Venom and Carnage. Um, also in the comic books, Carnage does end up becoming. Um, Oh, it's on a quest to become like a god of symbiotes, for example. So I don't know if they'll be planning on doing this there. I have no idea that the vision of uh, Venom, but it'll be interesting if they do explore one of those stories. Either it's Carnage um, becoming this unstoppable force, he gets you know sent off to wherever, or he escapes the final battle or whatever, and then somewhere down the line he's collected more symbiotes and then ends up becoming this huge monstrosity for Venom to again team up with whoever else and take on mm. Mm. cool alright want to move on the forever purge um, this trailer looked fun uh, I wasn't I don't know what I was even expecting but it wasn't that but it, <laughs> it looks like it's going to be crazy it's going to be mad um, lots of action lots of violence uh, yeah I'm going to be checking out uh, anyone else yeah I, 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 I actually really like the purge franchise um, I think they've found their footing when they realise this is better off as an action franchise rather than a horror franchise. Because mm-hmm. the first one tried to be a horror and it was good. I still liked it, but I think it serves much better as an action series. Um, I liked how in this one, like in all the other trailers and, and movies and stuff, it starts with the countdown to the purge beginning. 
They're like, in, it, do you know what I mean? But at the beginning of this trailer, it started with a countdown to the conclusion of the purge. Yeah. It was like the count purge is about to conclude. So uh, I thought that was a nice little kind of, I don't know, mirror symmetry, imagery, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I like, I like this franchise. I like how it's escalated. I even like the first purge. I like the commentary on like social, the social commentary of it as well. Um, and I like how this is a franchise that has a lot of movies where it has like, um, the leads are like minority actors. Like mm-hmm. we had one of them that had like the black guy was like the action star. Yes. This one seems to have like Mexicans as, as the main characters. So I think that's, that's uh, interesting as well, but no, I'm, I'm looking forward to this man. Yeah, I like this, and I like that they release it around July fourth as well. Yeah, because it's like fuck you, America. Like what? this I- is the this is your fucking American dream, you dickheads. I, I'm I'm gonna stick to that. Uh, I want to say is oh, it's not no clock. It's oh, I forgot the guy's name, but he 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 was my pick for Blade. The guy, oh, oh what, the guy, from, guy, yeah, the black guy from the Purge movie. He was he was my pick for Blade. Oh, I, right, I, right. I I I would have made him Blade. He would have been a cool blade, actually. He, he would have been a cool. sick blade, and he's uh, jo- and he's young enough that he can hang around for a while, and then yeah. have him in future movies and stuff. Mm. I do like Mahershala Ali, though. He's a good actor. Yeah, he is a very good actor. Like he is a very and he good weirdly actor. he weirdly looks like the new Wesley Snipes, if that makes sense. <laughs> Fair. Especially when he's got the sunglasses on. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to get through, um, so I want to yes. head off into the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble. Alrighty then, Jupiter's Legacy is a work based on the image quote book by Mark Millar. Uh, it was developed by Stephen S. Knight, who initially served as a showrunner. However, midway through production, he was placed by Sang Ku Kim. The story starts Josh D- Domo, Ben Daniels, Leslie Bibb, Eleanor Camporis, Andrew Horton, Mike Wade, and Matt Lanter. I'm sorry if I've butchered everyone's name in that. Um, I I really like this, you know. I'm gonna give this a free piece. Uh, I right right now I'm a sucker for. Um, I don't even know what the like the you know maybe TU will tell, tell us, but when they do the thing where there's like they flip between time periods, um, I'm really oh, yeah. I, I'm really a big fan of that, and um, I like the quick like their quest to become superheroes. Um, I know some people were upset that that took like the whole season, but I quite enjoyed that. Um, the makeup could have been a bit better. Um, it's definitely a slow burn, but I'm going to give us a solid free piece. Uh, Stevie. Yeah, probably the same. Um, it was, it was, it was very slow. Um, I kind of gave it a lot of time. Mm. If you know what I mean? I didn't like 
even though it was slow, I was like, I'm, I am going to watch through this because I'm, I'm really intrigued. And I, you know, I, I rate Mark Miller, um, you know, all the stuff he's done. And I did want to see like what was going to happen. And I kind of didn't, I it got to episode eight and I didn't see the twist. That was dope. I, was like, I like I just, that. The whole time going through the mo- like the series, I was just like, what is going on? You know, like I can see that they they're showing us the how they came to be, but like, what the fuck is going on with this? <laughs> like this second like baddie who's the same as the other guy who's in prison, and yeah. um, I thought, and I liked the the fact that people were dying in it was <laughs> was awesome. You know, like the the young superheroes were were getting killed and they were getting unnerved, mm-hmm. and it was almost like they're, you know. The, the world is changing. They kept on going about the world is changing and things aren't the same as they were before. And I, I quite like that kind of like concept, but yeah, it took me by surprise. And then that, that death in the last episode and right near the end, I was like, fuck it. Oh, oh, that was like, I, I was so, heartless. I, I was so annoyed. Cause like, I really liked that character. I thought that character was dope as fuck. Like she was with the samurai, the samurai swords and. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it, it kind of like, it was quite cool because, even like she seemed to have quite strong powers, but like she just did not match up. And mm. you know, like <laughs> she, it was so cool to just see like the the extent of this guy's powers in the end was like, mm. holy shit, he has really, he's got all those mind powers. Holy yeah. fuck, <laughs> you know, <laughs> mind fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, T um, yeah, I, I really like the show as well. I think, like you said, it's a slow burn. I think I I wasn't a hundred percent sold after the first episode mm. because yeah. I feel like the sh- the the shock that they wanted us to feel by the end of it, like when with the gore and stuff like that, I was like, well, kind of a bit too late. Like we've had the boy, had Invincible, like, and then com- compared <laughs> compared yeah. to those shows this seemed a bit tame, like with its yeah. violence and especially considering it's a Mark Millar project, like based off a of Mark Millar comic, that guy is known for making the fucked up comics. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Invincible's one of them now. Um, I don't think Invincible, nah. So let me just get into Mark. Image comics at least. Or from Image, yeah, there is Image. Jupiter's Legacy is Image. So Mark Millar, he he he's okay. He's worked for Marvel and DC as well. So he's made things like for Marvel, yeah. he wrote Civil War, he wrote Old Man mm-hmm. Logan. So he writes that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like different takes on it. Uh, yeah. He wrote the Ultimates, which is like the alternate. Uh, uh, it's the the Ultimate Universe version of Avengers. They're called the Ultimates. Yeah. For DC, he wrote Superman Red Sun. So he likes like the deconstruction of um, superheroes. Do you know what I mean? And coming at yeah. them at different angles. Now his his own like um, writer own properties. He he wrote Kickoffs, which obviously was adapted into the movies. Mm-hmm. He wrote um, the comic book is called Secret Service: The Kingsman, which again was made into movies. Oh, um, okay. He made a comic book called Wanted, which was adapted into a movie, mm-hmm. but the movie is mm-hmm. nothing like the comics. Like it's very different. Um, uh, and so these these are all things that I've read and some of the other stuff that I've read from Mark Millar there's one called American Jesus uh, which is really good it's not an action thing it's literally like the second coming of Jesus but he's American now 
but there's more to it than that. Like it gets really deep. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, there's another one called Superior, which is basically like um, Shazam, except the boy is on crutches. Like he's got a disability, so he he can't really walk. But then he gets the power to turn into the superhero called Superior. Um, again, there's more to it than that, but I haven't really got time to get into it. My favorite Mark Millar comic book is a comic book called Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Now, I would recommend this to fucking everyone. Nana, you need to read this. You will love this. This comic here is basically what if Batman was evil, like someone with the resources, the skill, the the mind of Batman was a villain. What if oh, he was you told me about this. Isn't this the one and, where he wears whites and challenges people? He wears white and challenges people. Yeah, and he take imagine if Batman was evil and took on Commissioner Gordon. That's mm. what this car, that's what this comic book is. Basically, he sends a little note to this police chief guy who's meant to be like the one of the top police officers in the world. Sends him a note that simply has a date and a time on it. And then it says flatline still counts. And basically what that means is on this day at this time. Yeah, you've caught again. Sorry. So he says at this time, on this date, at this time, you're going to be dead. I'm going to kill you. And flatline still counts. You're going to be dead for a period of time. Mm. Like you're going to die. And that's basically all the show is. It's like, um, you know how like Joker did, um, what is it called? Was it a killing joke where Joker fucks with Commissioner Gordon? So Mm -hmm. imagine that level of fuckery, but it's Batman that's doing it to him. Mm. So, but yeah, anyway, I always wanted that to see see, um, made into a show or a film or something, but I'm annoyed because let me just get into this quickly. Netflix have a deal with Mark Millar now. They've purchased the rights to all his properties, um, which is known as Miller, Miller World. Um, is it so Miller or is it Miller? I think it's Miller. I thought it was Mark Miller, but a lot of people pronounce it Mark Miller. So, I feel like I've said it wrong now. Yeah, nah, trust me, I've said it wrong all my life. It's, it's Apparently it's Miller. He's Scottish though, so I don't know. It could be anything. Um so Jupiter's Legacy was the first of a series of shows that are going to be coming out and, and movies based on um, Mark Millar's properties. So we had Jupiter's Legacy. One that is in development at the moment as well is a new project, not based on anything that is pre-existing. Uh, it will be a live-action spy series, six episodes. Uh, but he said it would be different to Kingsman. It will be a different type of spy thing than Kingsman. Um, he had a comic book called The Magic Order, which they are making into a show. Uh, American Jesus, that I talked about, they're making that into a show. They're making an anime adaption of Super Crooks uh, made by Bones Inc., who apparently made My Hero Academia. Um, They're making a movie out of one of his comics called Reborn, and they're also making movie projects of his comics Empress. There's another one called Huck. There's one called Sharky the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> sorry, sorry. One... <laughs> sorry to disturb you. Yeah? I just yeah. got to laugh here. Yeah? I've got Liverpool game in the background, yeah? And we have been shite the whole game, yeah? And we've gotten a corner in like the 94th, 95th minute, yeah? So pretty much the ref needs to blow the whistle, yeah? Our goalkeeper has come up and he scored a fucking header. <laughs> like, <laughs> the goalkeeper The scored. goalkeeper, our goalkeeper <laughs> comes true. and just scored. And it's just like, 
fuck it with meds. Like, you don't understand how shit we've been this entire game. It's been awful. <laughs> Sorry, but I just had to laugh. I was chuckling, but I had to say that. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's pretty much it. So Netflix have a deal with Mark Millar to release all these properties. Jupiter's Legacy was the first. I'm annoyed because out of all the Mark Miller comics I've seen, I've seen none of these except American Jesus. So I don't know why they're not making a nemesis. I don't know why they're not making a superior. And they need to remake Wanted, but true to the source material. Because in the source material, in the comics, yeah, basically it says all these comic books, like Marvel comic books and DC comic books, Superman and all that, they were actually real. Mm. They were actually real, yeah? yeah? But what happened was all the villains teamed up and decided, you know what? We actually outnumber the superheroes ridiculously. If we all team up and just launch all-out war against them all at once, we're going to win. And that's what ends up happening. The villains win and kill all the superheroes. So then the villains take over the world, but then they kind of like go into behind the scenes. Do you know what I mean? And rather than just like killing and torturing or doing whatever, they just, they just sit there and they're happy to be the rulers of the world. Mm. But then some villains are like, actually, this is boring now. Like, I want to kill and I want to murder and I want to torture people. And so there's kind of like a little civil war between the villains of those that want to just sit behind the scenes and are happy running shit and those that genuinely just are evil. Um, and that that's the original story of Wanted. So the movie didn't do it justice, in my opinion. It was still a good movie, but it just was nothing compared to the... To the um, but anyway, back to Jupiter's legacy, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I like, like you said, Nana, I like the whole two different timelines thing. Kind of had like a Godfather 2 kind of style of storytelling where it showed the, the father's kind mm. of rise to power and the son's story at the same time, or in this case, the son and the daughter's story. Um, like I said, I think the gore seemed a bit tame after Invincible and the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't think, I I mean, think it was that boys, tame. Like you, you still saw enough. You saw enough, but I mean, in uh, not just gore, but like gore, swearing, the sexualized aspect of it. Like in the boys, you have yeah, a scene where that woman sat on someone's face. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but not it like, fucking exploded it. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I think that's one of those ones where, because I don't know, I, I, I did kind of want to give this a whole chicken, but I don't think it did enough in it. And yeah. I think we've gone to a point where we're. We're so used to stuff like The Boys and Invincible. Like, if this had come out at a different time, then I think would have enjoyed it better. Like, but if you're comparing yeah. comparing it to those kind of shows, then obviously it's not going to be hold up to the same level. But there was moments mm. in this I was thinking like, oh, this is on The Boys level. This is on, is on Invincible's level. The only reason I didn't give it such a high range because like, even though I was enjoying it, yeah, but I didn't like. Okay, but maybe we're not Invincible the level because I didn't really. Love, I love it as much as you guys did but I absolutely loved the boys and every episode I was just like oh I can't wait like you mm. know just the excitement for it was just immense isn't it this mm. one I'm just like yeah it's, it's good like and I really liked it mm. I don't think it quite see because I, I would put Invincible higher than the boys I don't think it quite reached Invincible's levels um, it, what you would put Invincible? Whoa, 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 whoa! You would put Invincible over the boys? <laughs> Slightly, yeah. Ah, uh, not by much, not by much. They're both top, top tier shows, but to me, I would put Invincible just slightly, maybe slightly above it. Okay, first, yeah. 
Um, but like again, we've got another. Like you said, if it came up before those shows, Jupiter's Legacy, we might have appreciated it more. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like another Superman. Do you know what I mean? Like we've got. Um, I can't remember. There's too many Supermans now. I'm forgetting their names. <laughs> so in this one, we've got Utopian. What's yeah. the Superman from Invincible? Omni Man. Uh, Omni Man. And then you've got the Omni Superman Homel- from the Boys. Ho- Homelander. 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 Do you Homelander. know what I mean? And it's just like it's another take on it. And again, this did do something different. I liked the the um, the discussion that this show has about this kill code, about the no kill stuff like that, which mm. is something that we've seen like with Batman and Superman and stuff. But then when you really look at it, it doesn't like, especially the way this show tackles it, it doesn't really make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like you're going to let heroes die just so that you don't kill a villain. It doesn't make sense. So when the son killed um, Blackstar, mm. I was like, well, yeah, like, of course. Yeah. And then everyone's, and then the dad's having a big deal about it. Like you shouldn't have done that. And it's like, well, what should I have let him kill you and mum? And and everyone, like, would that have been better? And it's like, well, actually, it wouldn't have been better. Do you know what I mean? So even though I've always been adamant that Batman has a no-kill code and that makes him such a great person and great character and that's what... But then when you look at it from this point of view, it does make it seem a bit stupid. Do you know what I mean? Do you not get the impression that, like, uh, this this no-kill code was was it was always never a problem to be able to do that in the past whereas and that's why they kept were banging on about like the world is changing because people are actually dying like superheroes are actually dying now mm. yeah um, you know what i i oh sorry i'll leave i'll leave i'll finish before i interrupt sorry no 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 that, that that was kind of the point i was just making was uh like it feels like they were suggesting that it never really been like it could be so easy to kill the baddies mm. But they were never in a situation where they they actually needed to do that in order to save their own lives. Yeah. Um, so, so from this um, series, I took it as this was set in the golden age of comics. You know what I mean? Where you had joke villains that never really killed anyone, but were always a nuisance. So I'm gonna rob a bank. I'm gonna hold someone hostage. All right? Yeah, hold someone hostage or. I mean, I think the major ones be some, something like, I'm going to threaten to kill this person, um, that kind of thing. But it wasn't an all-out killing spree or someone who was so unstoppable. They just they just hell bent on destroying the, the world or whatever um, from the golden age of comic books that it's, in a way, Jupiter's Legacy is showing that, okay, people have come away from that golden age of comics where, you know, those, those ideals were fine, as in the no-kill code um, or just the code in general. Um, whereas now you see villains who are actually who actually will aim to kill people uh, because they can um, don't have the same sort of morality to stop um, on on the edge of what they're about to do um, that they will just carry out um, whatever they want to carry out without any remorse. So I think this is a portrayal of that. Um, if I, if I can see my 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 thinking. Um, mm. which is why it doesn't matter how many times they've come across Black Star, for example. I don't think Black Star killed anyone, or from what we know. Um, sorry, am I even saying his name properly? <laughs> the um, yeah, Black the, Star, the, the their Black dark Star. side. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So maybe it could be in the past that you know he had never killed anyone or anything like that. He'd never been such a force to be reckoned with that. Um, 
that he, he had actually, you know, gone out and killed heroes, and then all of a sudden he's come back, um, and now he's able to he's he's actually killing heroes and things like that, which obviously was the switch for um um the Utopians um mm. um son to go okay this is this is bullshit your code is crap I'm gonna kill him now before he ends up again I thought I thought he killed him for a very good reason because how else do you stop someone who you know you begin they they you begin giving them chances to stop and they're not doing it and they've started to kill people or this type of superhero but I mean what if you didn't stop what if you went on and killed other heroes or other people mm. I mean then what then your code is obsolete because that means that no matter what this person does, you can't you can't put him down. You know what I mean, no, I knowing it, but... what happens in the last episode, though, um, it kind of shits on that whole fight because dude was there the whole time. I don't really want to give away too much, but like, right, uh, just guys, spoilers, spoilers. We're going to spoilers from now on. Moving forward, everything's going to be spoilers. So go. So his brother was there fighting himself. Um, the, the clone yeah. and in his mind and he shows him like um they're like mentally like in his mind i'm in control and then the clone kind of grabs him and, and he loses control of the the, the clone that's utter bollocks because the whole time he's the mastermind behind it all isn't he mm-hmm. so he made all of that up so that it would encourage the son to to kill him like push the son to to the point where he he had to go and kill the clone in order to save his his father and so mm. actually because when i was looking i was thinking back about it, i was thinking oh yeah shit like he, he's been involved in this whole thing and that clone they were banging on about like it didn't say it didn't say anything the whole time which was strange because the other guy the real guy is like really chatty and always like like swearing at them. It was actually and, fairly intelligent and stuff. Like yeah, that, super yeah. intelligent. And the, yeah. the the clone was a fa- just <laughs> rage, you know. Hello, yeah, like, we, we lost everyone. Like, everyone yeah, did. no, I'm oh, still here. I was, I was waiting for, for everyone. I was giving everyone else a chance to talk. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that as well. I like... There's a lot of stuff I liked with what they did. Like even the, the whole bit when um, it seems like Utopian is talking to a therapist, and then it turns yeah. out that was one of the villains as well. He just oh that like, was, cool. was going to talk to him. That was pretty cool. Um, I like basically this whole show. Um, to kind of talk about what, what you were saying, Martin. I kind mm-hmm. of took it as um, maybe maybe the the villains haven't have hadn't had killed people in the past. But maybe that wasn't by choice. Maybe that was because they didn't need to. Mm. T's, T's gone again. Um, gone and also, maybe the vil- the villains weren't as powerful as they are now, where the superheroes are having an a, a issue where they can't subdue them without having to kill them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, all of that, all of that. Um, so yeah, that's that's that's, that's honestly what I took from it, and. Um, again, it is a nod to what we see in, um, you know, Superman's Code, Batman's Code. I guess a lot of the, I guess you know, Marvel and DC comics are the main, the main comics that we all, uh, we all read and stuff like that. Mm. Um, it's a great way of it, you know, coming forward and saying that actually, it's not as realistic. What if your, what if your enemy or your opponent, whatever, 
decides that yeah they're not they're not gonna give a, they're not gonna care about other people they're just gonna do whatever they want and if people get hurt if it doesn't people get hurt then so be it um but i think it's also not to how we have grown up with um or i guess we ourselves as viewers have moved on from that again golden age of comic books where that was the case i mean we, we see things like invincible the boys um even um even I got mean, made by Blade Blades Blades. Um, not, I was I was gonna say Blade, but yeah, Blade kills vampires, so yeah, he kills. Mm. Um, but with everything we see, that like the Avengers and whatnot, right? Um, um, we are moving on from heroes that don't kill that are able to sort of pull through and subdue not only subdue the enemy but also um put them away before they actually hurt innocent people, kill innocent people. So. Mm. Um, is that aspect of it as well? I think um, in like in like a me- a meta sense, like yeah, that that's kind of what he's commenting on is that obviously comic books back in the day, no one really died. Like even look at the Batman cartoons, Joker wasn't allowed to kill people. That's why they invented the Joker gas that made him yeah. like make people smile and shit. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like the actual like in universe explanation, I kind of got the feeling that the the villains may have killed if they had the opportunity to but maybe the heroes were so um competent at their job they were yeah, so good at what they was doing i, I, I said that, that when it came I, to that they'd I, always find i said that before you you came you you left oh sorry okay yeah <laughs> yeah i agree with you then but then obviously with the new generation of the younger ones mm. they don't have the same mindset as the um as the original heroes do i wouldn't so, even say that i don't think their powers are as good as the original heroes so that's I why I well, say that as well. Utopian said that his son would become more powerful than him, even though he doesn't have the laser eyes and stuff. I'm sure Utopian said at one point, like you, you're going to become this, the most powerful person in the world, even more powerful than me. I'm sure may, he said I that. Meant may, that after may, he died or something like that. Yeah, may, may, <laughs> yeah maybe. I don't think these young ones have enough power to handle these heroes without dying. Mm. Yeah. It's, or, also, it's also a kind of... Um, again in a meta kind of sense it's like a comment on like celebrity and like you look at someone like will smith who had to work hard to get what he got mm. and then you look at jaden smith who was born into it and is a dickhead like <laughs> you know what i mean it kind of shows you like wh- when they worked hard to get their powers um mm. they appreciated it more like they say wh- who was it who said i think it was in captain america the the, the scientist guy was like a weak man knows the power, the the the, the true power of strength. Do you know what I mean? Or or mm. do you know what I mean? Um, appreciates it more. But people that have always known power take it for granted. Yeah. But um, you even uh, didn't the daughter say something like that? Ah, oh, we've heard a story about how they got their power. Lucky for us, we can just get it, we get it easier. Exactly. Yeah. So I, again, I just think that having not had power, you kind of have a different appreciation for life and and power itself and stuff like that but if you're just born with it that's like you you, you kind of just take it for granted you know what i mean mm. so mm. they they're not as into this code as the original um members of the union were and also the original members they founded the union they came up with these rules so yeah. of course it's going to mean more to them when they when you've got new youngsters turning up, like, oh, fuck your rules. Those are granddad rules. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I've got a few observations. Mm-hmm. So, off the back of this, the kids are 
the kids are born uh, like basically inheriting the powers mm-hmm. that they they've been given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but they they were given these powers uh, based on a a test, right? Mm. Yeah, probably. So they're, yeah. They're like probably all, aliens. All, what? Probably aliens. Yeah, no, no. So, like, the aliens gave whatever aliens gave them. Like, they they gave them these powers. But the the whole point, the aliens were like, you can only have these powers if you pass the test and are like, you know, honourable people and and work together as a team and blah 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 blah. So, what the fuck are the aliens doing then? <laughs> allowing the 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 powers to be passed on to their kids? Like, that's mm. not very forward thinking, is it? Yeah. That's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna bestow upon you. Powers. Oh, and they are hereditary as well. Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like, th- so you you basically want to say like this one person's going to be good, and based on that, all of your kin, all of your children, and your ancestors are also going to be good. No fucking way. They're, these yeah, aliens are yeah, fucking exactly. idiots. They don't know anything about humanity. And <laughs> so, so yeah, we assume that in this universe, it's all hereditary. Um, but then part of me was wondering about the fact that, like, um, like it's obvious that the the brother is is you know like got some like dark ideas about stuff, yeah. and that there's been some people who have gone like the the other dude who the brother just, call the, him? the brother just wants to be Superman. The brother wants to be number one. And but they, they so they, they they're talking though the whole time about the black. Not Black Star, the, the, the silver guy. dude. What, I can't, I can't remember. Oh. Yeah, the, I know the best friends, about. the best friends. You know, the, the one who was rich the whole time, who who was almost like championing the the main guy's ideal back in the day when they were doing their 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 their, their quest. He was sort of mm. like the guy who was like, "Well, I don't quite know what's right, going what? on in your head, but." Uh, I will support you, and I, you know, like I am backing you the whole way. Yeah, Sky Fox. Um, yeah. I think Mike what's his name again? Sky Fox. Sky Fox. Sky Fox. Yeah, and they were saying like Sky Fox turned against them, and like again, the guy who's the other guy, the the one who's got the kind of like the the the, the wand that you know like, he can control, and it can take him yeah. wherever he wants to go. Um, his father was one of the the original six, wasn't he? I kept on thinking um, his father was Sky Fox, you know. But then he, his father was Sky Fox, yeah. No, his uh, father. Was no, his father wasn't that was Sky the guy Fox. They pulled out of the sea, wasn't yeah, it? His father. No, his father was. Um, yeah, his father was the guy they pulled out of the sea. His father was. Uh, oh, was it? His. Oh damn it! What was his father's name? Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, I, I thought his father was Skyfox because nah, Sky Skyfox is the rich guy. Hold on, yeah, but, I, that's but what I I'm thought. Pretty sure then... he, no, I'm pretty sure he no, was that because, guy's father. No, because, because Skyfox didn't have the little pole thing. No, I I know he didn't, but it, it that guy, the guy that has the pole thing now in the modern day, he had a picture of Skyfox in his house, and also they kept talking about how his dad went against the. Yeah, they did, and um, they did. They did say that his dad went against everything. Yeah, but that was until they revealed the power of the thing, which only responds to him because of his dad. And he's God. Well, I'm looking online, and it says that um, George Hutchins, 
was the son of a very wealthy father, also suffers from alcoholism, blah, 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 blah. He, he, is, he fought crime under the name of Sky Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, that. I've just been brought a glass of wine. Aww. Fucking A. <laughs> and told that I owe her so much. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> we i've got tomorrow off um i'm not I've, I've taken tomorrow as annual leave because tomorrow is the first day you can go and like eat out in it in, yeah. in, in, a, in yeah. a, a restaurant and we're going to do a bit of shopping as well and she's just reminding me that now we're out shopping tomorrow mm-hmm. <laughs> but <Very> nice. <laughs> she's uh anyway um yeah so so uh he he is the the Sky Fox is the dude who is the the rich kid the rich kid. Yeah. Um. And so his yeah. son Hutch. It doesn't. It doesn't say he's the one who's got the 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 um. What do you call it? The the weird kind of like thing thingamol. You know, like the. It's called the power the power rod. <laughs> power oh, rod. 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 Of... <laughs> All right. So, oh, this is. Annoying, Dan. Okay, so you lot are right. He is he is George's son. Sky, he is Sky Fox's son. Yeah, I told but you. But he somehow has Blue Bolt's weapon. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. shit! So see, see, there's a fuckload of like extra stuff that we've still got to <laughs> find out yeah. now, isn't there? Like, there's exactly. all of that. Exactly. How the fuck did the other guy appear? Like, end up in the wheelchair? Yeah, and, yeah you know, that. like there's oh man, there's so much, isn't there, to learn? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yep, there's a definitely. lot to go still. And I like I like that whole um, the power rod thing. Like it, it was kind of in a sense like Thor's hammer, yeah. in that only he could wield it. And I I like how when the other guy took it, and then he was just like shark infested waters. <laughs> and then, <laughs> oh yeah. And then he and then he and then when he says home, it comes back to him. And then he was like, um, was it the big man or the big guy? Yeah. He was like the big because man's heart. heart. I was yeah. like, oh shit! And then it comes back just covered in blood. Uh, that's nuts, bro. Even and like then, as well, like because he said uh, he says um, it's it. I don't have to be holding it to control it. Like I was mm. like, yeah, fucking right. Only thing is that it didn't work against the utopia because utopia actually held onto it and it just didn't uh, work for him. He yeah. tell it shows you how powerful he is, doesn't it? Like he really is yeah, the but, man, isn't he? He's got the ultimate yeah. like strength. But I don't know if it's a strength thing or if it's a will thing or if it's because he's the progenitor of. Those kids, do you know what I mean? Mm. I thought the because... final episode was just. So... Oh, God, sorry, you're not done. Go on. No, because. All right, so we know two people have been able to use it, right? One of them was um, Blue. Um, Blue Bolt. His name is. Blue Bolt. And there was him. And then in the hands of Utopian, it just didn't work, right? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but if something teleports away from someone's hand, right? Surely. It doesn't matter how hard you grip onto it; it's gone. Do you know what I mean? We saw that in the in the bar scene where the guy gripped onto it and then it disappeared from his hands. But with Utopian, it just didn't disappear. Mm. So I think it's got to be more more to it than just the fact that you know he's strong enough to hold onto it. Um, let me. I, let me I'm good. I'm just gonna run through a list of uh, of my notes before I uh, let you guys continue. If that's all right. Um, so, um. From the first episode, um, I mean, this will, this will all come back here. Yeah, it makes sense later on. Um, but the first episode, um, I did cringe a little bit where 
um, Utopia said, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, <laughs> yes. I am, I am so glad you said that. Couldn't they say that? I was like, you can't say that. There must be some yeah. sort of copyright. <laughs> must be so... Utopian even like looked at the camera like, oh shit. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what? There must be some copyright. He can't say that line. <laughs> Yeah, Mark Millar doesn't just... give a fuck about copyright, bro. <laughs> so I just thought, yeah, leave it alone in Spider-Man or, you know, just come up with something clever. We know great power comes with great power comes great responsibility, but, you know, say, you can say something else. Hmm. Um, I thought the visual effects were pretty cool. Um, we see that in the fight scene against Black Star. We see it in the, even the teleportation of that, of that stick. Um, I like the suit's transformation. Um, for example, that chicken yellow, I have no idea what her name is, but she had the purple helmet on, right? And she wore, wore yellow. Um, her transforming from, you know, it looked like her everyday clothes into her suit was pretty cool. Um, also, I found it interesting that this show actually talks a lot about mental health, mental issues, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, whether, I, maybe not just mental issues, but just issues in general. So we know that Chloe and Brandon have daddy issues, right? Um, yep. Because obviously... The utopia being the way he is, um, he comes down hard on both kids. But also, he himself has daddy issues, which we which we seen in the in the TV series where, you know, um, his father commits suicide in front of him, and he thought his dad was such a good guy, and it turns out that actually no, he did this that and the other. He used the pension money from his employees to you know expand the business, and then it went down. So yeah, all of that plays uh, a part into it, and poor utopian is just going wow i never knew my dad did this and you know what i mean he's just mm. yeah he's got there as well um i know we've already touched upon this but the, i didn't expect the level of gruesomeness um in the show because i generally thought that because of the golden age of or sort of symbolized the golden age of uh comics that it wouldn't have as much border as it did um but obviously um because we've seen it in the boys in Vince, not even in this one, but we've seen it in the boys and other TV series to date, it doesn't feel as impactful as I think it would have been, which again we've already spoken about. Um, we've spoken about, uh, you know, Brandon killing um, the guy who's going to kill innocent people, <laughs> and you know, um, as in as in when he killed he kills Black Star. Um, and it being like, sort of like a dramatic scene. Did anyone catch that? That was supposed to be this dramatic scene where he actually broke the code. Um, yeah. But it did feel as impactful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's just like a film issue or writing issue or script issue, whatever the case may be. Um, I do like the flashbacks like you guys um, have mentioned. Um, because it just, it just you just see the characters in a different light from what they used to now. Um, so... I think I think it's all very. I, th- I think I think it's done uh, very very well. Um, and in a way, um, Utopia's father's death sort of triggers variety aspect of uh, you know of his of his everyday life, similar to how Uncle Ben's death was impactful for uh, Peter Parker. Um, I did enjoy the flashbacks again. We've already mentioned that. Um, and overall, I thought that it was a good ending to the series. Um, but for me personally, there's there's something that's missing in the series for me, so I can't give it as high as a rating as I think it, it probably deserves, or maybe some people think it deserves. Um, so I I'm giving this uh, series a half chicken. Okay. Um, 
I'm, you might be able to convince me to give her a free piece, but right now I think it's a hard trick because I think I don't know what it is. Something's missing mm. for it to go a, a step. You know, just, just something. I don't know what it is, but something small is missing for, it to, for me to give it a three piece. Um, I def I definitely agree with you on that one because like when I was thinking about my rating, I'm somewhere between a half chicken and a three piece because mm. I think there was something just like there was some one bit of ingredients just missing, but I can't place my finger on what it is. But I know. Nana doesn't like me going yeah, we, we halfway we, between. We don't do half, so yeah. I'm I'm going with I'm gonna go with a free piece, but there will be leftovers on my plate. Like I can't eat it all. <laughs> I've already I've already had this meal with Invincible and the boys. Like I've eaten this meal already. So you know I'll I'll peck at it. I'll give it a free piece, but do you know what I mean? I think like like you said, there was something not quite there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. None of us AP also going to add. Um, no, I just, I'm just look, I'm just looking forward to a season two, and I hope that they improve. Like the feedback from the community and people that have watched the show, they take that and actually, you know, use it and make season two much better. Yeah. Ah, oh, I've got a question. Um, who's the dude who does the autopsy? That they pull in who they're like. Uh, and he's like, hello, like you know. Oh yeah, like, he was cool, innit? Oh him. Who, who was? Who, was just, he from the original? No, like six? No, he was just another soup. That's what I'm saying. It's weird because the union all got their powers in that one event, mm. but then there's mm. clearly other people with powers. Like a lot of the villains have powers, and people have yeah. powers that didn't have the same origin. So. I feel mm. like there's more origins, more stories to be told. I just, where just, people are I just, their I just assumed he was just a descendant of one of one of them, innit? They have, can't I all have... be descendants, though. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, they can't because because even even with the kids, right? Even with the younger um, heroes, not all of them are from the original six. Yeah, yeah that's true. At all. So I think that I remember when they initially got the powers, there's this massive shockwave, right? And you could see that people's skins were highlighted in I don't know where it was, but it was they had like weathers through their veins or something like that. You could see that you had a little bit of light that shone through them and then it disappeared, right? Cool effect. I I was thinking that potentially it could be because the original six um got these powers that were deemed worthy that this shockwave was also finding people that were in inverted commas deemed worthy to have powers, which explains why so many people, um, I guess is why you have other people who aren't part of the original six, but have powers. Mm. That makes sense. This is is what's missing from it. This is what's missing from it is that we've had a whole series and this, there's, we haven't had enough world building to know where people come from. They've introduced a fuck ton of characters and you like, who is this person? And maybe, next series or the series after that we'll be like oh yeah you know this person i know about that character and i know about this character but right now there's so much in there that you just be like um what like this guy is called barnabas i don't know i don't really give a fuck about him i thought he's quite interesting (laughs) but i just don't know enough about him to actually care and Mm. there's so many other characters in in this whole series where i'm gonna like i just don't know anything about how they came to be, where they got the powers, what the fuck they're doing in this yeah. in this world. That I mean, they're kind of like disposable almost, and that yeah. that then grates a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because 
I mean, we saw the heroes that died, and to be fair, I was like, okay, the hero died, whatever, because again, we're not invested in them, we know nothing of them. Hmm. Yeah, all of these kids who were who were dying, I was kind of like, it would have been nice to have actually seen them a little bit more. They they gave they yeah. showed a little bit of them like doing coke and and partying together and everything, but yeah. like when they did die, you were just a bit like, this is. That's what I'm saying. It it didn't have the effect that Invincible's first episode had, where we spent the whole first episode getting to know these heroes, even in their personal lives. You know what I mean? Like the that Russian speed star, we got to know him and his wife, and mm. we thought these were going to be yeah. our main characters going forward. So that ending was shocking. But with uh, this, yeah, it's but like... with the with the boys, I I have to say the impact of the boys had the probably even more like it was a different effect like mm. with with invincible it was a shock yeah because it it felt like uh um like they, they they were making it like it was no one could get hurt and it was all very kind of tame and then suddenly really brutal whereas the boys just went in in with a bang <laughs> like yeah like Definitely. the dudes you're getting to know his life and all of a sudden he's there left with his girlfriend's hands and that's it like Whoa. Yeah. One one but, thing I will give um sorry, one thing I will give Jupiter's credit uh, Jupiter's legacy credit for is the twist at the end when it's revealed that um his brother was the bad guy. Mm. Again, I I didn't really see that coming because I was so they 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 hammered and he's got again this guy, man. Home so union. No, you can't. You know, start again. You, well. you cut out. Can you hear me? Can hear you now. Yes. Sorry, my f- f- fucking connection is is actually appalling. Been <laughs> so shit. Can you hear me clearly now, though? We can, can now. Now we can. You disappeared for a bit. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. Yeah, but can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Did he go again? He's gone. He's fucking gone. Oh, you know what? Yeah, this connection is so bad. Ah, this is this is this is actually shambolic. Um, I I don't even know. I even know what point you're trying to say. Yo, you know what? We're moving on to like, um, I'm, 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 I've had enough. I'm done. Hello. No, No. I have to say this. I have to say the last thing. Sorry, it'll be quick. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Go. Go. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Spit it out. Yeah, we can hit this. This is important. Oh, if, you if, you, if, you, if you want to type it, then we could read it out, oh. you know. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry, T. We're moving on. Like, um, we've been here nearly three hours. Yeah, I want to end this like soon, and we still got a shit ton of things to talk about. Like, ugh. What? No, T, we're done. You know what? We're done. We're done. Your signal is awful. We're done. We're done. Did you not hear my? Did you not hear what I said? No, we didn't hear no. it at all. We're done. Okay. In the first episode, so I'm going to say it quickly before it cuts out again. In the first episode, the brother was clearly an incestuous paedophile when he was talking about his niece's modeling pictures where she was like nude and stuff. And he's like, hey, they were really nice and yeah. shit like that. He was clearly mm. a bad guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I caught I, I I I that. I caught, no, I caught that. And then. Throughout the show, they made us forget that and make make him seem like he was an all right dude, mm. just to t- make the twist come back that he actually is a dickhead. Yeah, of course he is. Mm. Fucking pedo on his own niece. Oh my days! All right, do you know what? Yeah, I I'm mean, just... he did kill his daughter as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, that dude was. 
No, T, you know, I, I, I've had enough today. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually done. We're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to talk about the other shit. I'm actually done. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired. I had traded. We recorded earlier, so I didn't get my chance to like have my little like cool down. I've been sat in the same spot for like nearly three hours. I want to like flex my legs because it's not in the. Mo- yeah, Do you know, the sooner we can start doing this face to face, yeah, we can just be a bit swift and I can move us on without being rude and that. Like, it'll, it'll, it'll be quite helpful. Um, I don't even know if T can hear us, but yeah, next week, episode 200. Um, I'm not probably gonna, we're probably gonna kind of do a quick wrap up of everything that we've done, we're meant to cover today. Um, and probably not add anything new, and we'll say all the new stuff for the following weeks for episode 201. But I'll let you know how it goes. And we'll play it by ear. So T, if you're there, say bye. No, he's not there. Cool. My say bye to the people. Bye everyone. Catch you next time. Alright, Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye people. Alright guys. I'm I'm sorry for any audio issues. Like I don't know what's been going on with my mic and things on my end. I'm sorry about T's disconnection. Um we were meant to get through so much more stuff. Um I don't know how we're gonna do it, but we will f- get to it at some point, some way, somehow. Nah, we're ending the show, bro. Say bye to the people. No, we just got rustling. Cue the music. <laughs> Alright, guys. Yo, thanks I'm for listening. Nah, T, we're done. Guys, thanks for listening. Bye for now. We about? Nah, we're done. We're done. That's the outro. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done.